Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome to this episode of the RPG Show. Uh, my name is Nick. I'll be your host, and today I'm joined by Kevin and Travis, as usual. Uh, how are y'all doing? I'm What's good. up? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing good. Yep, doing pretty good, except for all the smoke around here. I'm sitting at work, so. Um. Sorry. I was, I'm just sitting at home. Living the dream. Love these awkward uh, intros. <laughs> <laughs> I well, can do... You can't all be fucking as charismatic as Brent, all right? Yeah, so I really apologize what you get. for how awkward this is. I, like, I always want to think of like something clever to say, but all I'm like is, all I can think of is, yep, I'm just here. Woo! Yeah, I the intro shit. Yeah, it's not really for me either. Like Brent will be no, like, wait. "Hey, welcome to the RPG show, everyone. I'm Brent, and this is Kujo playing his balls, Kajowski." And like I can never, I can never think of anything clever. So I ain't got enough personality for all that, I guess. Yeah, we're all kind of low key, and Brent was a little bit uh, more amped up. But you know, it is what it is. We'll make we'll make the best of it. Yeah, we still play. No, nobody. We know a lot about video games, so we got that going for us. Yeah, I feel like most people skip the intro anyway. It doesn't really fucking matter. Do y'all? Do you? Um, we don't timestamp it, do we? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, do all, I, do all <laughs> the editing. I literally show up and talk about shit. Like this is my role in this hasn't changed much since Brent was doing the fucking hosting because I just show up. Everybody else handles all the background shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't do a fucking thing other than run my mouth for a little bit, so. Yeah, it's all it's all Cujo. <laughs> and I think maybe Blaine, do you pass it to him for some stuff, or is that? No, is he I, just it's, give you, it's, like, all, stuff? it's all me. It's all me. Blaine okay. actually sends me the uh, the roundtable, and I, like, re-edit it, some of the stuff, and then post it. Because he sends me, like, a file that's, like, a million mega, like, megabits long, or what. I can't, I don't even know, the, the, what, MP, what is that? Yeah, megabyte. Megabyte. MB, yeah. A million megabytes long, and I have to, like, edit it so it fits into the podcast thing. It sucks, but... Okay. Well, look at you. Getting some transferable job skills. But like I said, like, as soon as I start talking, I can't remember names of shit. That's <laughs> all good. That's all good. So, uh, today we're talking about Xenoblade Chronicles. A much-beloved and, I guess, uh, long-overdue review. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I held out for you for a while, Nick. <laughs> yeah, we, were, oh, yeah. we were waiting for Nick, but he. Uh, I didn't spend. I didn't get out. I mean, I don't blame you. It's a long fucking game. If I didn't like it, I would quit fucking about the same fucking time as you did. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I gave it my best attempt, and uh, it's it was really disheartening, I guess, because um, I've never like dropped a really popular game before. I usually get through them because I can find something I really like about it. But I don't know if it's just me being uh, older or having more like options to play from, or just being busy or what the fuck i don't know but i was playing this and i'm like i really don't want to play this so i, mean, I stopped playing it <laughs> i mean were you were you trying to do a lot of the stuff uh dude i was doing fucking everything and yeah I, like i'd be like in the first area for like six or seven hours doing all the quests and get through the stupid fucking cave and then it's like oh another wide open area you walk around for four hours i'm like man where's the game where's the like i play games because i like the plot which i know is not like the best thing in rpgs because the plots are usually fucking garbage anyway but it's like, I need something to pull me along, and I don't like open world games at all. I fucking hate playing yeah. them. I mean, I get that, but you don't have to do any. Like, you don't have to do any of that shit. I mean, I didn't do hardly any of the quests in, the, in like the last half of the game. That's fair, and I know what I, I mean. But you don't like, but you don't like the gameplay really too much either. So there's really not much there. Well, yeah, it's like I'm also. Uh, I try to be a completionist as much as possible, and people are like, "Oh, there's missable quests." I'm like, "Fuck, okay." So now I've got to make sure I do all the quests as soon as I can, so I don't miss anything. And it's just... yeah, they're only the ones with the the time clock bottom. Um, there's a guy that's you know the guy Bill that's in a Discord every once in a while. So I, I'm on his his uh podcast Discord, and there's a guy in there just doing the same shit where he's like trying to do everything, and then he's like, oh yeah, I wish the game like had more like the plot moved along faster. I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, like. I get that the game's set up for you to do a bunch of shit, but, I mean, it doesn't have to be three hours in between plot segments. Uh, I mean, but it kind of has to be, because that's how they designed it. They designed it for it to be done at that point in time, so technically I'm... Well, I was going to say, if you don't do uh, the side quest, you're going to be under-leveled, and then... Well, I mean, I used to to think that, but... fucking forever, then. Like, they last so long, and I get so, like, annoyed by how long the battles last... If you're under well, I, I didn't have any problems this time around, and I was like, I stayed around four levels below bosses, which is what I was trying to do so I could learn the combat better. But I also went and got the uh, when you do like the time trials, I got the experience up early on too, so I didn't really need to fuck around so much. I don't know. I just like uh, got that glitch where you fall through the floor and you get the whole fifty real quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I really like, the first time I played it. I didn't. I sucked at it. Like I was terrible at the fucking combat. I mean, I was fucking shit up this time. So I had a lot more fun with it. But uh, you guys ruined. I was gonna. My whole joke. I was gonna say uh, Nick pulled pulled a Glenn. A Glenn? Yeah. He uh, channeled uh, his inner, he ch- channeled his inner Glenn and sequeled into this game. So he did. He, that means he didn't finish it. Everyone. He did, he didn't finish it. I, I didn't. I did not finish it. But you know what? I played twenty hours of it, which is God damn, about, Nick. Almost about as much time as. It would take to beat Sweden in two, and Glenn maybe played that for a half hour, I'd say. So you can go fuck yourself, Kevin. All right. Good point. Good point. 20 hours. I think I was at like 62 hours and I beat it. Uh, well, I was after, fucking. 
After script my predicted, I was uh, over a hundred again. So I hate my life. Jesus! What the fuck is wrong? Well, I was apparently playing the game wrong. So I mean, I think you're playing the game. <laughs> you're playing like an MMO, which I guess it's kind of designed to. But fuck all that. Uh, okay, get this. So I guess so I was over leveled. So all battles are real quick. And at, did you drop it? Did you drop it to casual too? I dropped it to casual when I got to the Makanas because I was just like, I'm so over. I'm gonna be done. And it's still, I still have like a hundred hours. I was probably when like, I got. I was probably like yeah, when 80, I got. To... I was probably like eighty after I beat the game, and then Future Connected probably was like another twenty. I didn't do all Future Connected, so I guess we don't really have to go over that. Well, yeah, I did. I, I played it. Well, you said it was. I mean, it, it seems to me like it's not really a whole lot there, anyways. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's just. Well, we'll get to it. Well, we can kind of go over it when we get there. No yeah. big deal. It's just. Uh, so, uh, I'll just tell whatever the plot point is of that, and then it's just one extra level, basically. Well, I mean, because right. gameplay and everything's probably just the same. Well, it's slightly different, but it's pretty much similar shit. It's a new oh, okay. area. Well, I mean, the the combat works a little bit different, but from what little bit I played. Oh yeah, they changed one thing. I guess a couple things, but nothing. The major, the main combat's the same, I guess. Yeah, it's. Um... Oh yeah. So, no uh, well, I, I was going to bring this up. Um, you know, since we did Cosmic Star Heroin, so the guy from uh, Zboard, he hangs out in the RP Gamer Discord every once in a while or whatever, and he was saying that um, he got the inspiration for the combat in Cosmic Star Heroin. One, because somebody bitched in about an email for the game they had before that, saying that, why the fuck are you even using MP anymore in your game? Like... It's pretty much outdated. So he said that stuck with him, but he said Xenoblade... Well, he was playing Xenoblade at the time, too, and that with the cooldown and all that stuff. So he kind of turned that into, like, a turn-based how it is in Cosmic Star Hero 1. Okay. I just thought that was interesting. Well, I mean, it's not really a cooldown, because you have to, like, reset the thing with the the block, right? And what? Your abilities back, uh, Cosmic Star... Like yeah. You have some that don't have a cooldown, but then you use the other ones and they uh, are unusable until you block, use your block move or whatever. Yeah, it's a timer. It's not a timer like it is in Xenoblade, but I mean, it's turn based where this is, you know, live. Fair enough. Uh, I just thought that it was kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. that's, I guess thinking about it, it does kind of emulate. If it was real time, that's how it would kind of work. But you said the main inspiration was some dude fucking called and emailed, was kind of shitty, was like, why the fuck are you even using MP? Well, I like MP, so fuck that guy. I know. I'm just like, how many fucking games don't use, like, still don't use MP? Like, but... you have, yeah, there's, like, there's some games that have, like, four resource systems. Like, some characters have, like, rage points, and they'll have stamina points, and then some have magic points, and you got technique points, and it's like, okay. MP, they just call it something else. I mean, MP is, like, just whatever points or system they have so you can use magic. Like, you can't just, you have to have MP. Well, yeah. I agree. But... We're talking about Xenoblade Chronicles, so we should probably get back on topic. <laughs> uh, so the way we do it around here is uh, we typically talk about a couple things. Gameplay, uh, story, music, visuals, uh, our overall experience with the game, um, and replayability. Uh, we generally give them rating from 1 to 5, but I fucked it up early on and started doing half ratings. So it's technically a 10-point system, uh, but we just do 1 through 5 with half points in between. Um... So I guess we'll get into the gameplay. We've kind of already talked about it a little bit. Um, and so I will try to give a brief overview, and then y'all can f- correct me when I 
inevitably fuck shit up because there's probably mechanics I don't know anything about. Um, but essentially, uh, you have a open world game with free flow combat. So you walk in and you kind of encounter enemies and you uh, either get their aggro and they start attacking you uh, or you attack them first. And occasionally, I never could quite figure it out. Like occasionally, you'll get a uh, like a bonus chance to do, I guess, pump up some kind of uh, the chain gauge, gauge, whatever. Yeah, that's based off a few different things. Uh, and like, it'll, you'll get like the circle that kind of comes in, and I think you press B or something uh, when it enters the circle. But if you press it right on the circumference, you get like extra bonus or something for doing that. Um. So when you're actually in combat, you control your main character that you're controlling, and you have a bar of abilities on the bottom, and you're constantly auto-attacking, but you can choose to use uh, any of these skills freely. But as soon as you use one, it goes on a cooldown, and you can't use it anymore until the cooldown's up. Uh, your party members are AI-controlled, and uh, they, I guess they do whatever the fuck they want. It was very confusing to me sometimes when everybody would be almost dead and the healer refuses to heal anybody. But I'm like, okay. I guess you're doing whatever you want, Sheila. Just fucking enjoy your life. It's Charla. Or fuck, I don't give a shit. Fuck her. <laughs> like, I, I had to use fucking Shulk. I had a main Shulk so I could use my damn cure and heal the goddamn tank dude because Charla wasn't doing that shit. Well, I mean, Nick, you should have had a better party set up, Nick. I guess well, fucking so. Fuck this I game. I didn't use Charla the whole fucking game after I got me there. Well, what what I did was I just used Charla like I gave her all like it took away most of her attack abilities and basically everything she could do was heal. So then then she wouldn't run out. Yeah, I mean I did that the first time I played the game because I knew what the fuck I was doing and it. You... But yeah, I mean, I... so are you still going over your? Uh, yeah. Um. So I mean, that's pretty much combat. Like you build up a tension bar or something, and you can use a chain attack once you have the bar filled up, and you can. Uh, have your characters do three attacks that are not cooldown restricted. And well, you, I mean, you, you can stack that. Like, I I couldn't stack it as many times as you can, but apparently you can stack it like seven eight times, and you just fucking destroy a fucking boss. I mean, they build up the bar. Well, the chain attack, then something happens when you, you, like, you get extra you attacks. You can when you're doing your chain attack, and you can keep it going. <clears throat> so, like, so like, so like certain. Certain abilities you do, like Shulk's like side attack, if you hit it on the side, then that boosts those bars up top a little bit more. You'll get like an extra 20% or something like that. And each one of those bars, I, I guess you realize you can revive somebody with it. Yeah. Um, and then once you get three of them, you pretty much got to like decide whether or not you want to use a chain attack or kind of hold off or revive. If you're going to get fucked up, because you know... I'm sure once you die, if you die and you don't have a revive bar left, then it's game over for you. If your main character dies, the one you're controlling, and half the time, even if you're still alive, if your tank dies, you're gonna die within like 15 fucking seconds. So I've never played MMO, but isn't that how MMO is set up? Where you got like a tank, a healer, an attacker? Uh, generally, there's that. There's the triangle. You have uh, DPS support. And the tank, yeah. And so the tank takes the aggro, the healer heals the tank, the DPS does damage and tries not to get hit. And it's generally, uh, depending on which class you're playing, is going to be who you blame when the party wipes. Like if you're the tank, you're going to blame the healer. If you're the healer, you're going to blame the DPS for getting hurt. If you're the DPS, you're going to blame uh, the tank because he wasn't tanking right. 
So uh, it's pretty much the same thing as this, but on a smaller, like a, I don't, a, I guess a bigger scale, depending on which game you're playing. Um, but yeah, I mean, did, did you like? So, so you played it most. Did you, did you like understand this a lot better? Because I, I never played them. So I, when I, first time I played this game, I didn't understand none of that. I didn't know what fuck aggro meant. Uh, yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had more of an understanding than I guess you did. Uh, yeah, I was so, just like, but it helped because it, it was kind of like. I felt like I was playing with fucking idiots. If I was playing in an MMO, I would never party with the AI that is in this game ever because they're fucking dumb. They in don't. Way, yeah, they, they don't do the best. It would be nice if you could kind of swap around characters. Yeah. It'd be nice That's... if they could. You could assign your personal priority to how you want the skills to be used. Like, hey, if this is if these two skills are available, I would rather have use this one first instead of this other one, and not just be like, oh, equip. You're talking about all the it's like in Final Fantasy twelve or. Uh, yeah, twelve, right? Yeah, uh, I guess. But so. d- no, twelve. You can just control everything. It's like coaching. You re- they're not really. Well, we have the gambit system in twelve, right? Where you assign like yeah, yeah. If you're, and if I guess points are below like this, you use heal, and that's a higher priority. That's like top priority. So that's oh, they're always looking for that. And then after that, but you can also swap around from everybody in twelve. You can pick a new character at any time, and you can pause it and, and pretty much make it turn based. So, well, sure, but you can't do that here, and that, but, but also. Also, 12 also has the ability to program uh, preferences for every character. Not Even if the one you're controlling, you swap over to somebody else, they will follow that list of how you have them programmed. But, that's the, one, but is that, that's the only way they work, right? There is no like AI in 12, correct? Uh, I mean, I guess so. But like the AI on this isn't... I wouldn't say it's very much AI regardless, because like, they just walk up to the enemy or whatever their rated distance is, and they just run through their fucking skills... Like there's no, I could not tell there's any rhyme or reason to the way the enemy, uh, the AI party members used any of their abilities. Like I could not tell if Rain was tanking, like using his tanking aura, or if he was not. Or well, Rain's like, fucking garbage, anyways. Well, like I'd like Rain's I'd go to set up tank. a combo with Shulk or whatever, and the, sometimes it would work immediately. Are you talking about for the, you talking about for the um the topple like topling and break. Dating and all that yeah. shit, yeah. I mean, it does a lot better than it does in the Wii version, but I agree. It's fucking... Well, it's not as like effective Rain's... as it should be. Or you should be allowed to at least control during that option. I think, but, honestly, but like, the, the first group you get, like, Rain and Charla, are the best group because... Charla... No, they're the noob group. They're garbage. That's what I used my first time. They suck. No, they're the best because Rain will take the aggro, and then Charla will heal, and then Shulk is your DPS, and you control the DPS. And... No, no one... No, they're... I'm... I mean, they're the easiest to use, but they're garbage. Dunbon's a way better tank than Rain will ever be. He dodge tanks. He never gets hit. You don't even need Sharla. Rain has 999 hit points, and he takes all the aggro, so Shaw can just back attack the whole time. I mean, that's how I played. Oh, I mean, that's fine, but that's like that's considered like a, a rookie setup. And I'm not no expert on the game or anything. There's people. There are people who play with Rain, Dunbon, and Shulk and beat the fuck out of the game. Well, I'm, you can do it any way you want, but like I wanted to do for quickness and get the game over with. Like you have to put a lot of time into making Dunban a dodge tank. And... No, it's just two gems. His agility up to one fifty. All right. I mean, I beat the fuck. I mean, I crushed this fucking game with that with Amelia and, and Dunban. Way, way better than I did with Rain and Charla the first time because Charla's fucking stupid. You gotta like, take half her abilities off, or she doesn't even heal. Right, that's why I just have her all heal, 
And then yeah, but that's but she but she does literally nothing else but heal the whole time. And then she has that attack. She has that uh, great attack. You can use like there's an attack that uh, what's after topple? Uh, what's it called? Days. Days. So she like you uh, hit you use Shulk and then uh, Rain topples and then Charla dazes him, and then you you can keep that uh, chain going uh, and then uh, really get some high damage going on that. Cause you're, talking about for the, you're talking about for the chain attack? Yeah, Charlotte has that one move that puts him in daze, and then Shulk has like the move that really does a lot of damage with daze. So if you get to the fourth option, you you can do a lot of damage with that group. That's I mean that's basically what I did. I mean yeah, I got, no, I did, there's probably more I just, options, but that was like I I don't know I, I I was just to me that was the most. To be fair though, you were also level fifty and playing on casual. Yeah. But well, know, I'm saying like that is that is like the it's like the easy setup because it's a, it's a tank. Who's he's just a regular tank? Like you don't even really have to set Rain up that good. And Rain has and a then, strong attack too. Like he has a really really strong attack. Sword driver, what? That's a fucking yeah. badass move. Yeah, like so. Then if you get back around to him after they're dazed, and he he just like takes half their life away. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if you have that set up, then Charlotte does really nothing. The whole other than heal. If you have Dunbon and Melia, Dunbon does pretty good damage. Melia just fucks shit up the whole goddamn time. Well, you and she doesn't need. She doesn't need Melia because she can. Freaking topple by herself. Yeah, I I, I use her a couple of times, but I, I'm she has a lot of shit that I just don't co- really can't comprehend some of the way she's supposed to be played. I'm not very good with her. Shulk's easy to use. Yeah, like any dumbass can play him, he's and be, he's the main character. Well, I'm saying he's like his moves are easy to understand. They're just attack moves. Melia's got like a bunch of aura and all kinds of other well, weird shit Shulk going on for when you're fighting, uh, you know. Mechons. Well, you can use Melia too. But like for the first like half of the game, you have to use Shulk because it's the only weapon that works against someone. Oh yeah, because he has the one ability. Yeah, you're right. Weapons, but like, yeah, you have to use him. I'm saying that against the Telesia, you got You can use Melia. You don't need the. Um... So I guess that's another gameplay thing. Like only, um... other than Monado, you have to be able to like share the Monado's. Penetrating ability to be able to hit mechons or whatever. Yeah, there's a move that you can get a shulk that like what allows everyone's weapon to attack the mechon, and then eventually once you get onto mechonists, I think you get weapons that will hurt them. Yeah, I think you. All, I think you always have to use it. I think you always have to have shulk. If I well, recall correctly, there's some weapons that like they're made from mechon that uh, hurt the mech, the actual mechon. You can. Buy- I mean, towards. Towards the end of the game, I don't, you really fight as many Mechon anyways. You yeah. say way more Telethia. Yeah, after the Mechonist part, then yeah, you were really going back to fighting regular things again. You fight. Uh, yeah, Telethia. Yeah. Speaking of items, uh, there are none. Like, they've got like shops you can buy weapons and armor from, and then I, you can also get random drops from monsters and shit. And uh, uh, that pissed me off. I don't know why. Well, do you think you would like the combat better if you could actually use items in, com- in combat to to make up for the AI's fuck up? I would have liked even just like or just or switch characters. Switch characters is probably the biggest switching thing. Switching characters or even just having like you hold down Z or some trigger button or whatever, and it pops up like a shortcut list of commands that you hotkey to your AI. Right uh, units that you say, okay, I want them to use this now, or 
something. Like, give me some control. Like, it's why I hated 13, because you can't control any of the other party members, just your main character or whatever the fuck. And, like, I like, I don't I like, like 13. Like, fuck this. Like, I'm playing a goddamn RPG with party members because I want to be strategic with what I'm doing, not just, like, fucking play as one... Like, it, I don't want to play an MMO. I'm done playing MMOs. I don't want to just control one character. Well, I've never played an MMO, so... Well, it's... You're not... You might like them because you like this system, I guess. So you should try it one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, just don't, I don't think it ever happened, but... But you um, also have weapons shit. you can equip and uh, armor you can equip. Uh, and then there's, like, gems you can put into the uh, armor and the weapons to make them stronger. Or give them, like, you know... Well, that's how you make... Yeah, it's, I mean, that's how, like, the people that are really good at the game, like, they do crazy shit with the gems setups. Yeah, so you can make yeah. your own gems uh, eventually, or you can buy gems. <clears throat> the best ones, you, of course, you make. And there's, like, strength up, hit points up, damage up. You know, topple up, topple resist. Like, there's a lot of different things you can do. I'm sure there's like a ultimate setup where like you can't get touched and then you topple really easily or something. See, I I had my Dunbon set up with agility up to the max, and then he have stuff like arts heal and shit like that. So he didn't really get hit hardly at all. But when he he was still, if he did, anytime he used an art, he was had a chance of gaining life back. So I didn't even really like. I only. When I had him all set up, I didn't have to fuck with anybody else. Like he's like he's pretty much drawing all the aggro, and you can just concentrate on fucking shit up. Yeah. Familia, I just had her like with the ether damage up and a couple of other things. Yeah, Amelia can, uh, or not Amelia, but Fiora can really? attack the Mechon too. Um. Yeah, that's a spoiler, Nick. You get Fiora back later on. Uh, yeah, I looked up Swallows because I was like, let me give you, get an idea of what the fuck this game's about because I have no fucking idea because it's been 20 hours and people people died and I'm getting revenge and that's all I know. I mean, the, I think the story will be fine, but it's just so spread out that like you kind of lose the thread. Like you kind of get like you, it takes you out of the immersion of the game because you're just so like running around for so long, just like attacking like mindlessly attacking shit to like get drops or whatever you need like equipment or i didn't do any of that shit so that's a fucking that's a you and nick problem i mean that's my problem but like that's like some that's gonna be like people like me that are completionists or like nick i can't just like leave a like an area without like exploring it but it's just so big to explore and like i don't want to miss something because i don't know that's just how i play i feel like i'll miss something I mean, I've already played the game once before, and I was just playing it to learn the combat and to just experience the game again. So I didn't really have any intentions of doing a bunch of extra shit. Well, I didn't. I mean, I, 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 think, expo- I think exploring the world is fucking cool, though, because they look gorgeous, in my opinion, and the music's great. But doing the quests and all that shit, like popping up the screen and seeing a bunch of quests, I, I don't like It just stresses me out. I don't even feel like looking at it. To me, they put all this shit in the game for a reason, so they wanted it to be played, so I did my best to play it, and I did not enjoy it very much. Well, it's my understanding that they, they, they try to use that as a way to keep your level up, so you don't have to just not going mindlessly around fighting enemies. But you kind of are anyways, because half the fucking quests are enemy fucking quests, and you're fighting them, so... It's like, kill three fucking gobbledygooks, and it's like, oh, okay. And then, like, oh, wait, now you need two fucking... 
uh, horse droppings, and you're like, okay, I gotta fight horses for fucking 20 minutes until I get this rare drop. Yeah, cool. fuck, fuck, just fuck those quests. Two has same bullshit, and I, and now when I played two, it took me like an hour and a half to get this one drop, and I didn't do any more quests after that. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking like, there's no way in hell. Well, two's way. The one thing I do like about like an RPG is like that's why I like Swukiden. It's like building up your town, so you know, building up col- was it Colony Six? Yeah, I did. I did not. I didn't give them one fucking dime. So, like, both that's, times. That's another, like a gameplay aspect. Like once you get a certain part of the game, like Colony Six was wiped out by the Mechon, and uh, everyone's like living in um, like what's it called? Like a little camp, and then you can like refugee camp, refugee camp, and then after you get a certain part of the game, they move back into Colony uh, Six, and it's just like basically like a couple buildings, and then. You got cl- you got to find like these rare drops and like parts. And what? Stuff. And then you got to give it to uh, what's that kid's name? Charlotte's uh, brother. Juju. Juju. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking douchebag. Is what he is. But you give it. You give him the stuff, and he like they rebuild the town. So at least the t- like to me like that was I wanted to like get the town one hundred percent because the first time I played I didn't do that. What does it do? Um, there's like shops Make- that open up and there's more like you, you can like, <clears throat> so if you did the side quest, there's like some characters that don't connect with anybody. Well, those one, those people eventually move to colony six. So like your whole town's like, and then when those people move to colony six, they have quests together. And I don't know that part, what part of it was fun, but just, it just, there's just so much of the, like those, that's just too, yeah, too much time for me. Too much time. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with the main story, so you're not, it's not connected in any way, really. So uh, they could have done better with that, I, I, I guess. But I mean, that's another element that I did like about it. Like, I did like that part. I mean, I can see. I just too much time. I probably, if I would have played it when I was like a teenager, I probably would have done a lot more of that shit. But I just can't invest twenty hours into. Did you? Another gameplay element is like the affinity. Did you fuck with that at all, Nick? Uh, like I gave some dudes some uh, items, the, the random fucking items I found. And I didn't notice any market improvement on anything, so it's yeah, like items, okay. The, the items, like you give people presents or shit, it it does barely anything. The the best well, the best way it to helps. Up it boosts is, is to do like chain attacks. So every time you right. chain attack, like affinity goes up by one, and then you, there's a spot like on uh, the fallen arm or whatever that place is called. Um that you can find all these like pelicans and stuff and like you just keep chain tacking them and you can get everyone's like affinity built up really quick well but the better affinity your party has with each other the more opportunity you have for multiple chain attacks so that's why you want it yeah to chain- build it that's that's the only reason really gameplay wise you want to build it up yeah other I'm- than linking the skill linking the skills that you have for infinity but i think the only one that you really need to link that you need high is Freaky's gold chest drop. And then there's also like little scenes once you get up to the next level. The heart to heart. The heart to hearts, yeah. Yeah, those are all, I think those are all pretty cool. I didn't do as many because I only had like Milia Dumbon. I didn't have everybody linked up That's the right way. I didn't, I didn't really do because I didn't feel like getting affinity up. Like the first time I played the game, I uh, got all the affinity and everything. But I mean, it's just... I was going to YouTube them all. I think they're all pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the only one I did was with Fiona and Shulk at the beginning, and I somehow managed to make the wrong decision each time you had to make a, <laughs> a conversation choice. 
Sounds good. Sure, I think that he went down into the fucking drain. I was like, oh, whoops. Well, that bitch dies for a while anyway, so I guess it didn't matter. Yeah, I didn't want to marry you anyway, you fucking cunt. Um, is there anything else gameplay-wise? Uh, yeah, how about every time you uh, inflict a status effect, you get a nice little fucking tooltip popping up, annoying like half oh, the fucking yeah. screen. It's like, oh, do you remember what Days does? Haha, <laughs> here's Topple. Fuck off. Fuck off. I don't care. Yeah, I didn't know how to turn it off. I, that was that sucked. I, maybe they're just heavily emphasizing that because I think in the first in the original game they don't really explain they don't explain a fucking thing. I will say they did like they did change a lot in the from the first game to this one where it, like you thought this was like hard to like a lot like bloated. It, at least they made they streamlined it where in the first game you know you have those dots you can follow to like the next quest or the next like thing. They didn't have that at all in the like, like the first time they made this game, so like you didn't know where the fuck to go. Yeah, they I mean, did. They have fast travel too, or is that a new addition? Well, they did, but they but... didn't tell you you had it, so you didn't know you had fast travel until like halfway through the game. They, yeah, I think I'm the one. I think I'm the one that told QJ because I didn't know until later in the game either. Yeah, so the first time I played it, like I was running everywhere. <laughs> well, I was using it to go from like to the beginning of each area, but I didn't know you could use it to go from like. You know, all the way back to the main place. Well, yeah, I would like have to go. Like, I knew you get like fast travel within like the area you're in, but I didn't know you can fast travel from like one zone all the way. To, yeah, like, I neither. So yeah, so I would like go to the the opening of like the end of one zone, run to the next area, then fast travel to the like until like halfway through the game. And <laughs> yeah, you told me about. It. I was like, holy shit! But there's like. I guess you could read it through the tutorials, but like the tutorial is so long, like like in the notes or whatever it is. But yeah, I don't think I knew it until you know you get to the one place where they're like the hidden, um, the hidden village with the um, mechon. I think that's when I realized that you could do it. Yeah. So I, it's like I realized late. you could do it right away, so I don't know what the fuck you all missed out on. But I was fast traveling. Well, this. Well, yeah, you, no, you were playing this version, Nick. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> the original version, they don't tell you that. Okay. There's yeah. Also, there's also skill branches uh, where you can get, like... Um, the traits or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Some of those are... Um, there's, like, passive ones, and there's, like, active ones, and... The most use of ones to, that I found to be was Chulk's 15% uh, multiple chain attack boost. And I think Rain has those, like, a 5%. There's, like, they're all... Bonus, I mean... There's, like, uh, the 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 one you like if you're gonna do all the side quests you want to get Ricky leveled up because he has like increased gold chest yeah the uh, increased percent of like gold chests and blue chests and all that stuff so but if you're like me and you fucking hate Ricky you just never use them and don't worry about it. and yeah you get SP from battle which is like your skill points so it's like you get experience points and you get skill points and your affinity it's a lot of shit it's yeah. too much shit I think. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of game there. And they also added, like, uh, what else? There's, like, uh, in this case. There's affinity for all the damn townspeople, too, and shit. And, like, each area, you gotta get it up. Yeah, then they can tra- they'll trade you more stuff that way. So you can, yeah, you, you can trade with all the NPCs in the game. All the named NPCs you can trade with. And, they, some like, some of them have, like, rare items where you don't have to, like, uh, beat a bunch of mobs. So that helps if you know if you know who has what. Which they they definitely helped that 
like you can look at that on the screen now or before you didn't know you just had to go to everyone so yeah they added a lot of improvements and all that stupid shit but, but they couldn't still make it a fun game <laughs> what I mean I, I don't know I had, I had fun with it Nick is that I mean yeah no, I'm just giving you shit uh, so how about we do likes and dislikes so I think that pretty much covers gameplay well, there's one more thing. There's like little child okay. attacks now, or something like that that they added in. Was it? There's like time attacks or something, right? Like the little portal pops up and you go in there and fight like. Oh, the time trials, yeah. Time trials. Um, That's neat. those things are those things are fucking stupid because you can just keep doing like the first trial over and over again at a fast rate or just, or whatever a lower level one and just get fucking points. That's what I did to get the experience, and then I stopped because I feel like. To me, it's kind of like bullshit because you can get a lot of good gems through that, and I think it's kind of like almost semi cheating because <laughs> you're not having to like make the shit your own, which I think is part of the game. I mean, they put it in there, so you should be able to do, do whatever you want. I guess. Yeah, well, well, no, why? Well, I, I get that, but I mean, what the fuck's the point of even like getting items and making shit if you're just gonna go in there and just? I don't yeah. know. I guess you could, you, could, you could choose the game that way. I guess there's a, one other thing uh, for the NPCs. There's like daytime and nighttime, so there's different NPCs that come out at night and day. Oh yeah, that was a pain in the ass. You're trying to find a quest NPC to fucking complete. And you're like, I don't know where this asshole's at. I guess I better fast forward time. Can you fast forward time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never did it. I guess. <laughs> But that's the thing. In the, like... the original version, in the original version of the game, like they didn't have any like there's no markers, so you just had to know where the, everyone was at, at certain times of the day. Like, oh, this motherfucker is only active this time. I don't know where they're at, so you had to like follow their from their house or know where they live, and uh, it sucked. Story says something like that, but you're not required to do fucking quests for all these stupid fucking assholes. You just have to know where they're at so you can talk to them to recruit them. Why? Or you just tell them to go fuck themselves and not worry about them. Fair enough. Uh, enemies also respond to the time and weather. Like, you won't get certain enemies spawn unless it's at nighttime and it's, like, thunder fucking storming. Or it's, like, daytime with a... no rain, no elements, nothing. Huh. Maybe that's... I think there's a couple quests where I, like, had a hard time finding enemies. Maybe that was why. That's definitely... Oh, yeah, there's one... It was like, you have to find some, like, fucking mosquito fly or some bullshit. And I, I ran around for, like, three fucking hours. I went everywhere on the goddamn map. And then I said, this, finally, This it. is why you have 20 hours. And, <laughs> and I goddamn Googled the shit. It's like, oh, it's got to be nighttime and raining. And you can only find them in this little area. I'm like, the fuck, fuck you. Fuck this game. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Um, did you ever try dropping to the casual? Because that is a new thing they added casual mode. No, I played it on whatever the default difficulty was because I'm not a bitch. Yeah, well, you are a bitch because you quit. You couldn't handle it. Uh, I, I, I can't it. handle getting fucked in the ass either. <laughs> but I'm not going to be proud about dealing with I, that. I started dropping the casual just to run through the areas once I got to, like, the Mechanus. Just because it's fucking... I mean, it's like dealing with the fucking... Like, I thought it was fun fighting the bosses and learning all that shit. But I'm so tired of fucking fighting enemies that were in your way and you couldn't get past them. So yeah, the battle system is boring, basically. No, I think the bosses are awesome. But you're you barely fighting bosses. There's, I mean, I like fucking think ninety percent of RPGs you play, the battle system gets fucking boring as shit. I mean, like I love fucking Xeno Gears, game. but that battle system 
Do what? There's only like five or six bosses in this whole hundred hour game. Bullshit. Fuck, five or six bosses you can't even hurt because he's immune to the Monado and shit. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, you fight that dipshit with the fucking claws at least five or six times himself. Well, yeah, but my point is, like, it's not a boss fight anymore. It's a glorified cutscene. When? But you can't fight the dude with the Monado. Like, he's. he's oh! Uh, well, yeah, that's the. That happens a couple times. About... It's like, fuck this. Like, oh, you're on top of the guy, and then you can do damage. So it's like he goes to. Well, you they... recharge so you can top him, and you do a quarter of his health bar, and then wait another 20 fucking minutes for the shit to be done. They are stupid with the tutorials. Fuck. I just want to kill the dude. They're done with tutorials. I mean, I will admit to that. Plenty of games are doing that shit lately. It's fucking annoying shit. I shouldn't. You should. You shouldn't be getting a tutorial 20, 30 fucking hours into a game. I don't think Xenoblade. I don't know if Xenoblade One does that, but I know Xenoblade Two does it. Like you're at the end of the fucking game and they're showing you a new fucking move. My God. All right. Well, <laughs> likes and dislikes, everybody. What's up? Okay. Uh, I guess start with uh, Kevin. Uh, dislike uh, the whole battle system. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anything you like? Okay, I, I I guess I hate the that you can't you can only tr- control one character, and like you're like we were talking about earlier, everyone else just does whatever the fuck they want, so it gets super annoying until you can just chain attack, and then you can pick what you want because then like you're trying to topple and you're using the move that the, the starting move to topple. And like Rain or Sharla won't do anything else to topple them, and then you can't. Like the game, like the AI is garbage. So I, I definitely, I hated that. Um, that's like my biggest gripe of this game. Like the battle system just gets boring. I know they're like some people find it fun because they can figure it out, but the battles just last too long. Like even when you get good, there's. Just, there's well, they, sh- they. Well, you go ahead. I'm not gonna cut you off. Yeah, you can say yours when it's your turn, but um, there's just uh, they last so long, and there's so many. And when you get like the the fun parts, like you said, the the boss battles, but I just feel like there's just not enough bosses. I mean, there's like mid bosses and stuff like that, but like the actual story bosses of the game that you care about, like there's not as many of them as I wanted, and it's just too too few and far between uh, for me to enjoy it. So, um, I don't know. I think that's my biggest dislike. Okay. Anything you really like? Uh, like nothing like I'm like excited about. Like I, I do like using, uh, Shulk. Like I liked using Shulk and, uh, the Monado, like how the Monado has different moves and you do have to kind of like think about it a little bit but other than that like i don't know i just it was uh, this is my second time going through the game so it was just, I, I just lost interest of it it just got boring to me okay uh travis what about you well i like the combat because i don't suck at the combat and battles don't take forever for me because i know how to stack chain attacks okay <laughs> all right how do you do it do what how do you do it how do stack chain attacks He's done that, and Amelia, obviously. Uh, what do you mean? How do you how do you stack them? Yeah, how do you stack them? You get their affinity up. You get Chulk's fifteen percent up. And you should have stacked three or four after that. But you gotta build up the chain attack. What do you mean? 
To get a chicken the tank, bar. you gotta build it. Yeah, build the bar to get it to three. That takes forever. No, hell no. It shouldn't take that long. Like, yeah, we you just like certain moves are gonna bring it up higher than others. And then once you do a stack multiple chain attacks after that, if you land all those with the inside, right outside the ring, and you stack three or four of them, then when you come back out of it, you'll be at like two bars again, and you just go right back into it. I mean, you can just beat the shit out of bosses. I mean, you gotta build that up, and then it takes a while. I, mean, I felt like it took forever, and I had everyone's like I had everyone's skill trees built up as high as I could. I mean, I said, when I played the game the first time, like you did, I mean, like you were just saying now, like, I fucking, I thought the combat was fucking terrible. But, I mean, I read up on how to do a bunch of shit this time, so. Well, I guess that's a down, like, you have to, like, read up to figure out the game. Like, it's not, like, intuitive, you know what I mean? It doesn't make it, it doesn't lend itself to, like, make it seem obvious. I mean, if you if you read the skill, it'll say, do this, this do this on the side, and it will boost your chant, your bar up, like, a certain percent. To me, like, the, I battle mean, system, a lot... the battle system is, like, you're supposed to be toppling. Okay, well, I'm doing the move to topple, but then your AI is not toppling. I mean, I didn't even mess with toppling that much. But doesn't it, doesn't it seem like that's what they're trying to have you do? Like, you gotta do this move to topple. And then you do the move to topple, and no one's toppling. I mean, they put a lot of focus on toppling early on with that stupid-ass mech boss, but it's not really, like, I don't really think it's that important of a thing to do. I mean, I don't... When you go across the chain attacks, you can either do, like, the break, topple, daze, which if you do those three, then it'll increase your chances of stacking them. But I never did that. I would just go across the same color, or use Melia's middle move over and over again, because that stacks with every color. But it still takes that still takes way too long. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree. I don't, th- I don't think bosses take that long. Once you start, once I you get a chain attack down and you stack regular, it three or four times, even regular battle, like even regular battle, regular battles take way too long. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the bosses. The bosses are fine. I'm talking about regular battles take too long. Yeah, that's why you. Just, yeah, that's why you. I either avoid them or drop them casual. Thankfully, they they have the casual now. I mean, that's well, a that's fault. Not a good design. Do what? That's not a good design. Like, you have to drop the game to casual to get through the battles. Or you just don't fight them. But that's that's not a good design either. Well, keep in mind, c doesn't like random encounters in games, and he likes to... I mean, it's a, it all, it, so. yeah, it's a, it's a waste of time to me. It's a waste of time to me in every RPG I play. That's why I always avoid them. I mean, if it's not a threat, then it's a waste of time to me. Okay. All right, well, anything you didn't like, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like fucking regular fucking regular uh, enemies take too long, and I don't like that you can't switch people, but... Okay. I mean, there's ways to work around that, but, I mean, it would be nice if they had done a little bit more work to it, the combat. Okay, fair enough. Um, anything else you want to say? Mm, I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with Cujo, where, like, it's a struggle to, like walk from one area to another especially if you start getting sidetracked it's just, it can take it can take forever before you get to another plot point well they need i feel like they needed to put like a fast forward option where like you can just run through the like because you can only uh uh quick travel to so many like certain spots like if you need to get to the middle of a area it's like you have to run like still like a couple minutes still i mean it would be nice if they put a fast forward in but maybe they didn't do that because that's not going to work in combat it will work fine in combat. 
Well, I mean, yes and no. Like, it's going to be kind of fucking hard to, as far as the AI and you picking your moves and fucking shit's going at three times the speed. Well, that's, I'm just saying, like, for regular battles, you need that, like, just to speed things up because you're just, like, button mashing at that point because you're too overleveled to, like, get your chain attack up, but it still takes too long to kill them, if that makes sense. Oh, I mean, I think that... I just don't know how well it would work. I mean, most games that have fast forward, it's either like Final Fantasy XII has it, but that's a that's a gamut system. Or games like Cold Steel, well, that's turn based. Yeah, but even, like Cold Steel, yeah. like it's just, it worked just like that, where your guys are just attacking, you're just hitting the button. But it's not, but it's not like real time. All it did was make the cooldowns come off way quicker, so it's not you're not sitting there. Yeah, that too. I don't know. Like you, you kind of need the time to think about attack sometimes and positioning, uh, because I don't know how you would expect to get off like a side attack with times three speed or back attack, especially if your character just grabbed aggro and the enemy's turning around and you're like, "Fuck, okay, I can't do any positional attacks. I have to wait it out until someone else grabs aggro again." But I can't control them, so I can't tell them to gra- grab aggro. So I guess I'll just fucking jerk off for a little bit and then wait. And so I could keep fighting again. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why they put casual in, but I don't think that's why they put casual in, because they added it to the um, second game later on. So probably just... Uh, I didn't find the combat hard myself, so I don't get the point of casual. casual. Like, does it just drop the enemy health by half or some bullshit? Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's the only reason I wanted to do ca- I wanted the casual, just to get the bat- make the battles go quicker. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it makes it makes bosses really, really fucking easy. Because there was a boss that I was um, that I'm going to, and I'd like beat the fuck. I I put it on casual because I was having a hard time on hard with it or regular, and I beat the fuck out of it. So I mean, I just end up just reloading my save. Um, I was was curious to see how quick. And yeah, it's it's quite a bit easier, but okay. I mean, some people just want to enjoy the experience, I guess. And, uh, I mean, if you're... I think it might drop the enemy's levels. So, like, in this game, if you're, like... If you're more than five levels below an enemy, you'll just constantly miss. Which is a gripe I have with the game. So you can't be but so underleveled. Or you just... Unless you have some crazy-ass setups like some of these people do, you're just going to get your ass beat because you cannot... You cannot hit them. Right, and that's... One of one of the annoying things is, like, there's a drop you need to get, and the only way to get it is beat this uh, level 120 like dragon and you just even at level 99 you're just fucking missing so you have to like figure out a way to get your setups i think milia is supposed to be the thing you use for those setups somehow she's can do can hurt high level enemies i never really looked into because i never really fought one too like high like that but for me i had an issue where like you need to kill an enemy or something but they'd be surrounded by like level 90 dudes for some fucking reason (laughs) yeah it's just fucking fucking stupid like okay i sneak like i spend 20 minutes trying to sneak by the fucking vision range of these dudes (laughs) and then i'm getting into a fight with this level 10 dude and then all of a sudden i pull aggro off this level 90 motherfucker and he kills me and i gotta go back and do it again and i'm like Fucking slowly get back to the way. Yeah, it shits into the second game too. It's at least worse than the second game. Yeah, it's fucking like I was. It was just I was so disappointed. Like I'd be at work and I would have nothing to do, and I'd have my switch, and I'd go to pull the switch out and start this game up, and then I'd put it down, and like I'd rather fucking 
stare at the wall and play this anymore, man. Like, it's fucking, it was bad. I was like, uh, I felt really bad about myself because I'm like, everybody, like, I, I went to Google once. I'm like, why is Xenoblade Chronicles a masterpiece? And there's all these fanboys just jerking each other off about it. Like, oh, this is fucking great, blah, blah. I'm like, are we playing the same game? Like, like I've never had this much of an issue with a game before. And so I was just really disheartened about the whole thing. Like, I don't know. It just it's not a game for me. I guess. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I loved it the first time, but I had a lot of times where I, I, I think I told you, I rage quit that fucking game a few times. I just fucking had enough of it. So I mean, I get it. I think it's it's a. I, I think it would be a lot better game if they trimmed the fat. There's just too much like bullshit. Like too many side quests. The areas are too big. Yeah, there's not a, like an easy way to get around some of these things. Like what? But I mean, a lot of people like. I mean, I love the game. I didn't do all that stupid shit. But it's. I mean, it's re- fucking rated as one of the highest JRPGs ever reviewed. So it's not like, and that's from users and critics. Yeah, I mean, I mean not that that means some, anything in our like, opinion, but it's yeah. not like it's just some niche game that only a few people love. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like for me, I, I just don't. I can't get it. It's just too too much. Like some people love all that shit, but to me, I'm like, I want to get. I'm more of a story guy, and I feel like it takes you out of the immersion. Uh, when I'm trying, like, when there's I'm trying to get from one end of the area to the other, and I have to fight all these like, you know, uh, monsters, these mobs that like are your level, so they you pull aggro against them, and you're just trying to get to the next, you know, you know, the next story point. Yeah, I mean, I just. It is frustrating. I'm not going to argue against that. Well, that's why. That's kind of why. Uh, going back to the whole everybody loves it thing, like the critics rated it highly, and most people that played it or whatever rated it highly, which is why it was so hard for me not to like the game because I, I felt like I was not seeing something that everybody else was seeing. If that makes sense? Because I'm like, I mean, yeah. What I mean, am I missing about this game that everybody loves? Because I fucking can't stand it. And it was just the weirdest fucking experience for me. Because, like, I can play shitty games. And I can, like, I'm playing them and I understand why they're shitty. And then I can play other games that are great. And I can play it and I can understand why people find it great. But this game, I was like, I feel like I'm playing a shitty game. But everybody says it's a fucking masterpiece. It's a fucking Mona Lisa. And I'm like, I maybe I'm colorblind because I don't know what the fuck i'm looking at here well, I think yeah i mean cool. i mean i've played dislike games that other people love i guess it just happens like i was saying if it, if the it was more streamlined i think the game would to me I, I would feel better about it like i just thinking like the story alone it's not bad i don't think it's bad uh and i would care about more about the character but it's like sometimes like i'd be playing for 20 hours and i haven't moved the plot along at all because i'm just running around Getting doing side quests and collecting things and making sure I get all the collectibles. Like I was like obsessed with like getting all the collectible pages filled up, and I gotta like find like there's like some that spawn two percent. So I got you know if I don't Google it, then I'm just running around forever. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a good like. So I was looking at one time. There is a good Reddit uh, fucking PDF, um, Reddit PDF for like all the rare drops and all that shit. Yeah, the, I didn't really use it because, but I mean, that's a good source. But well, the fuck all that shit. Too. Like the wiki has maps and like where everything is and where it will spawn. And some of those, like some of those collectibles, only spawn at night. Like it's just, it's a lot. It's very complicated game uh, to do all the things in. Well, I think 
I didn't play the next the X or whatever Wii U, but apparently that one's way way more shit. And it's not as story driven. It's like a lot of like side quest lore and then a bunch of I don't know. I don't know if I really want to play that one, but I should, guess I should try all of them. Oh, you can fly in Mex though, can you? Yeah, that yeah that one you're in Max. or some weird shit. I don't know. I think you can create your character, so it's not as. And then, obviously, the second one is fucking waifu bullshit. Man. So, um, I guess we rambled on about gameplay long enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, I mean, I I didn't give my likes and dislikes, but uh, I guess real quick, my my likes about the game were turning it off, and dislikes <laughs> were most of the game, unfortunately. And I'm gonna have to give it like a one point five out of five. So, what about you, Travis? Um, I go with a four for gameplay. All right, Kevin. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. And now, like thinking about like the one thing I like I was saying before, I do like I did like the you know building up uh, the colony six that kind of like that was fun for me. And so, the, the, not all the gameplay was just battle system, uh, but yeah. And then. I don't know. Like, I like doing the collectibles. I like, I like doing that stuff, but I hate when it's just like one thing is just like ve- barely spawns. Like, I hate that kind of shit. But I don't know. I'm, yeah. I like doing collectibles, and like, I mean, I like Pokemon, so that's kind of what that is. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna do, do two and a half. Okay. I was gonna bring up the the equipment, uh, but I'll bring it up on graphics. Sure. Oh, yeah, All right. Um, yeah, that's cool. Well, uh, this is time for our first musical break, and uh, in honor of Brent, uh, we're going to pick the main theme, because it's something that he probably would have picked himself. Uh, So here it is.
story. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know much. I can tell you what I know, and then y'all can fill in the blanks. Uh, so you start the game off, uh, and you're like in the middle of a, a war between robots and people. Uh, like you watch this one weirdo fucking dude get uh, betray the the two cool guys, and then he goes off and gets fucking burked. Um, and then take control is like spoiler. What's that? He's the face guy. Oh, the guy who kills Fuyu or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's why you got the same claw thing. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, like, uh, when he goes through his whole reasoning, it's like, just because you're jealous of Dunban? Like, you... <laughs> I mean, I'd be jealous of Dunban, too. He's a fucking man. But he's like, I did. I killed my... I betrayed my own people and my own race and murdered your sister because you're more popular than me. <laughs> That was his whole reasoning. I was like, oh my god. Okay, this I mean, is writing. <laughs> he looks like a guy that would have those kind of reasonings, so the the character designer did a great job. Well, I, th- I was excited at first. I was like, oh, yeah, like a Wolverine type guy. Then he became like a, a, a dick. He looks like a dick. Like, what is his like... na- What's his name again? Oh, shit. His name's Dickhead. No, the, the, where there's Dixon. <laughs> Dixon. <laughs> I forget his fucking name. Mumkar? Mumkar, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Damn. Yeah. There we go. Good pull, Nick. I just Googled that shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> it's been two months. I can't remember that motherfucker's name. It's not important. He's face mask or whatever the fuck but they call him. You start them. off as Dunban. Like, you think you're... Well, I thought Dunban's like probably the best character. Yes. He's like the most. Well, Millie is my favorite, but. protagonist. Yeah, you feel like you're playing as protagonist, and then like they, they do a switch on you, you become the little pussy. Well, it's almost like uh, an FF12 deal where it's like Dunbar would be like Bosch because Bosch is like the older knight kind of dude, but they're like, no, they want you to play as little Bosch, Shulk, little bitch ass. Well, it's because those characters resonate better with the Japanese, don't they? Or yeah, oh yeah, I guess yeah. Because like, there's the whole like the near fiasco where like the the Japanese version of the first near has like a young yeah like, the brother yeah brother yeah. And, and whereas in America or I guess the West it's like some old fucking badass yeah looking for his daughter so I don't yeah. know they've got like a weird hang up like uh yeah like I heard a uh I read a a review or uh, an interview I guess with uh, the guy that. Uh, produces the Yakuza games and he was talking about how uh, it was a surprise that Ghost of Tsushima was a success in Japan because they used an older character for the main character that none of the developers in Japan would ever consider using. Hmm. He's like an older not very attractive guy and they're like yeah you have to make a young attractive dude as your main character in Japan otherwise it's not well, I mean, Kiri's a good-looking man, so that's why Jack is just so... That's true. Dunban's a, Dunban's a handsome man. Who is? Dunban. Dunban. I mean, he looks like a... Yeah, I mean... Well, the problem is, he's got... His, his birth year, or his age starts with a two, and it, it needs to start with a one. Yeah, he's like 20... He actually is like 28 or some shit, but they call him old, and he's like fucking younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. He's like he's reached old age in the, in the <laughs> and, he's, yes. he's got like two years left of his lifespan and he's out. 
but uh yeah so uh you switch to shulk and like you fuck around with rain i think you're like out finding like looking for parts or something yeah it's just scavenging uh then you get back to town and you find out that like you're part of like this militia or something the military and he's working on the monado as like a scientist or something um because this is all like, was like this is like two years later, and Dunban or no, it's, it's a year not that later. far along. And Dunban was using the Monado, but for some yeah, reason, yeah, his arm got fucked up. Yeah, he's not the true user, so it like drains your energy and it fucks you up somehow. They don't really explain that. Right, but they do say that he's the only one that was able to even slightly control it. Like everybody else that touches it, it just fucking flies around and does whatever it, it wants to do. Because they showed it off, I think, with rain grabbing it, and it yeah. walks around and cuts some shit and. Shulk's like, you dumb fuck, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I almost cussed Fiora, I think, but can't actually cut her, so... Yeah. Doesn't hurt humans. Or Homs, is what they're called. Homs. Um, so, yeah, then, like, y'all fuck around the town for a little bit. I can't remember, like, what's happening. I think Dixon shows up and says something about, like, his Shulk's past, about how they found him at the altar of the Monado in some snowy place or some shit. Um, and then the town gets attacked by Mechon, and you fight him off, Fiora dies, and then you're on a well, mission to go. Fiora dies saving us, Nick, saving Shulk. Yeah, and... Oh, yeah, she, like, battles, like, gets in this mech thing, right? Yeah, yeah she's fucking, she's fucking that dude up, too, but then... Well, the problem is, like, uh, the Monado hurts the Mechon, but for some reason, the ones with the faces, they don't, you know, it doesn't, doesn't hurt them, so, like, you guys are getting your ass kicked. Yeah, that's true. And okay. Why do they, uh, they like? Why do they stop? I forget. Oh, um, uh, he met, Shulk managed to hurt Face Man somehow. Like it, the sword went and cut him a little bit after he killed Fiora or something, and then they left. Yeah, that was weird. They could. I think it's when they, the they show you topple, maybe. Oh, I think so. Yeah, no, like there's some weird story beats where like the the enemies will be whooping ass and then just like oh we're leaving now. Like okay. Yeah, well I mean that's typical TRPG bullshit. Like I'm not I'm not showing you my full power yet. I'm just fucking around with you. <laughs> okay, well this game could end a long time ago if you just killed. Right. Yeah, you, you're totally owning the town. You could just kill everyone. So that um. After that's when you pretty much go on your revenge plot, right? Uh, yeah, you go back to that cave, you kill that spider thing, I think. Or was that before? I can't remember. Anyway, you do all, I think you do all that shit before. Yeah, uh, so that's... you go through the cave, uh, you, f- you meet Sharla, you find out Colony 6 was destroyed by the same people, or the same Mechons, I think, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then... Well, you... Dunbon and Fi- Dunbon is Fiara's sister too so you got and so his sister his yeah so he's you know he takes it pretty good his sister being dead at that point in the game i guess i don't i wasn't really paying attention we get to go talk to him well yeah but so he, he's just fine with it or well he doesn't blame you or anything he's still too hurt to help you at that point yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants revenge too, but he can't hold a sword or something. Yeah, it's like go and get it for me, or they're like, "We'll get revenge for you" or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, and so yeah, they go off. They meet Sharla, uh, or they meet Juju first. He's broken down. His garbage character. 
and like he decides to leave and he gets attacked. Oh yeah, uh, because Shulk like is the new master of the Monado or something. Like he's a rightful owner or something. Like he learns that he can get like uh, future. Yeah, predictions. He sees visions of the future. Yeah. So he uses that to kind of like save people's lives, and he sees Fiora dying, and he can't save her, so he beats himself up for that. Um. Yeah, so he gets a vision of like Juju getting fucked up, so they go save him, and then he brings him to the camp with Sharla, uh, and then he leaves again like a fucking moron. I can't remember why, but he's like, oh, I'm fucking go off and do something, and then he gets attacked by uh, one of the Mechon dudes, so he wants to save him again. They think there's survivors at Colony 6, so he wants to Oh, that's right. He wants to go try to save everyone, so he goes off by himself like an idiot. He's he's a fucking piece of shit. What he is. Uh, yep. So you save him, and then you go. You keep on going to Colony Six because I think uh, Charlotte's worried about her fiance or something. Gandalf. So you go there. You get to these mines or something, and yeah, you get to this mines, big, yeah. big like open shaft thing, and you fight uh, face. You fight face down there, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you manage to kill it. I think by well, knocking you, it you off, knock, I, you knock him into like the what's that green stuff called? Well, that's like the bionis blood, isn't it? Or the hum blood, basically, isn't it? That's the bionis is like gas energy. It's like it's like um, stomach lining or something, like the acid in the stomach. <laughs> oh, the old guy's down there, right? When you're with the sniper rifle, yeah. yeah. And he like he tries to get all fucking stupid and try fucking sacrifice himself. And then Shulk knocks him into the, the, whatever that miasma or whatever. Yeah, saves him, saves the old guy because he has a vision of it from before. Yeah, and then you all think that the battle's done, so you get on the uh, the lift to leave, but the robot comes back, and then it's I guess weakened because of the acid shit. Yeah, so you're able to destroy it, and he's like, he yeah, tells you, like, does he tell you some shit? It's something about like he remembers his past life, kind of, and not yeah. Really. And so that's like that's like your first like inkling at like oh something's weird with these ones, yeah. Besides them being able to if talk, you talk to like some of the I can't remember where, but one of the towns like Colony Six or Nine, one of the uh, women there are like yeah my husband was taken by the Mekon, and it's actually the face guy you fight like she tell she describes that guy. So okay. her so her husband was a piece of shit because he looks he just seems like a good piece of shit. Well, when we became a Mechon, yeah. I feel like you don't have a moral compass anymore as a Mechon, at least from what I've determined. Yeah. But maybe it's different. I don't know. Because I didn't get that very far. But, like, you leave you, you leave the elevator, and Dunban shows up with Dixon, I think. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fight now. And uh, No, that's when it plays that awesome music that I picked for my track. Okay. And then oh, yeah. he's like... No, 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 because face, the face mask, the face whatever rope guy shows up, and then he gets attacked by this, like, flying thing, and then... Telesia. Uh, and some guy on a some oh, somebody on a mountain somewhere is, like, gets the thing, like, it flies up to him like it's a pet or something, I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's, and, pro- it's, it's probably... Up, and then, like, you're about to lose again. Like, you're getting your ass kicked. That's what yeah, the Telethia is either from Dixon or it's from uh, the purple hair. Fucking my name blanking on. But she don't know about him yet. 
I don't know about any of these fucking people. This is like this is about as far as I got in the plot because I think you walk through some other like the the backside of Colony Six and you enter the marsh, and then you go to the marsh and then that's uh, I stopped in the middle of the marsh. So the rest is your guys's because I don't know what the fuck else happens. All right, so what happens when you get past the uh, when you go into the marsh, Kuja? You gotta kind of like I don't remember. Is that for the marsh? Is that when you get to the forest? Yeah, yeah. Like basically, you're walking up the back of the Bionis, which is the marsh, uh, and then you have to get to where the Nopon are, which is like Riki and all them. Uh, it's stupid Japanese characters, is what it is. Right. What's the reason you have to get to? The Flying City, somehow, for some reason? Well, I think you're running Amelia first, right? Oh, no. Uh, remember this. Shulk has a vision that in order to save the world or something, they have to get to the head or something. Yeah, okay, so you're going to the head. That's what it was. I couldn't remember why. Okay, he had a... Yeah, I couldn't remember why either. Because reasons. For plot. Plot reasons. Yeah. So you're on your way to the, to the head. So on your way there... Uh, you go through the swamp, which is like there's no plot that really happens in there. That's that's part of the fat. Like there's nothing that really happens in the swamp. You have to take like the you climb up the the statue thing to the top, and then you get into like the interior of the Bionis, and you get shot up through that. Um, then you become then you're in the big forest area, and that's where that do you have to go through the forest to get to the tree well, where all the no. Well, that's where you but you run into Amelia there, right? When you get to the top, of, when you get to the forest, you run the Amelia who's getting. Who was uh, attacked, and you kind of save her, and then you take she you go with her to the Nopon tree, which is where all the Nopon live. Well, wait, <laughs> calm down, Kisha. Oh wait, what am I, what am I skipping? Well, when you, when you get save Amelia, then that's when you run off on the side by your own, and then you run into uh, what the fuck's the guy named the, the uh, advisor's name? The purple haired guy. Uh, I'll Google it. Is it, uh, is it is I, Alvin? Alvin, right? Alvis. Alvis, yeah. You run into him, you know, and he kind of like, he has the Monado. He like takes it from you, shows you how to talk to Telesia, and shows you that new move. Yeah. And then then we're like, Ryan rolls up on you, and he's like, oh, where does the fucking dude go? They're like, no one's here, Ryan. Shulk, what the fuck are you talking about? So they think he's like, kind of like. He's making it up. Yeah, kind of going like crazy or saw a vision or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but then then you go back oh. to Amelia and you want to know anything get her... about, about the story? It's like uh, everyone's like, "Hey, Shulk, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong." And Ryan's like, "I know something's wrong." And then that happens like five times. That's his buddy. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, nothing's wrong." Like Shulk, don't lie to us. You have a vision, didn't you? You're like, yeah, I had a vision. You all died. It is kind. Of, it is annoying. Like, uh, yeah, Shulk, you could, why don't you tell us we're about to die? <laughs> Like, you have a vision, we're about to die. Like, and that happens, like, five times. Like, like, okay, Shulk, it's getting old. Just tell us we're about to die so we can figure it out. Yeah, like, they, they say that with, like, the old dude in the mines. He's like, like, oh, we could help if you let us know you have a vision or whatever the fuck. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, he does. He, he gets better. Know, he never fucking gets better. <laughs> he, he gets better as the story goes, but he's still coming along. But yeah, you get Melia, and then you take her to Nap- the Napon Village, right? Who's She's a half, well, you don't know this, but she's half palms, half... Intia. Uh, yeah, which are the, fly, like the flying, they have like wings come out of their heads, and they can fly. Yeah, they're like they're like the royal, they're like all like... And their lifespans are like a lot longer than everyone else's and everything like that, so... They live like 
500 years or 900 years old or something like that. So they're pretty much elves. Yeah, they're yeah they're pretty yeah they're basically the elf of yeah, the lore I would say. That's a good way to say it. Put it yeah they're like the elves of the race. So anyway, you... Well, you you can keep going. Good. Oh, is that? But then you go to the village. That's when. You, is that when you get Riki? Yeah, because Riki uh, is like the hero pawn. Well, he's really just in debt. Right. Basically, whoever's more <laughs> in debt to the the elder has to like go out and fight the monsters. So that's what Riki is, and so you take Milia and Riki, then you go back and you fight the Talithia who killed that her, yeah, yeah, killed her comrades, yeah. And then after that, she never tells you that she's the princess this whole time. She you know something's up with her. She tells you for like ten hours later, until like. Well, she she doesn't tell you till like she has to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you kill. So you kill Talithia, then you go back to the village, and then. Yeah, the villager pretty much tells you to keep Riki with you because he they don't want him. <laughs> yeah, basically he's worthless little fuck, and he's gotta go with you. Um, and then you take Milia, and that's when you go to Alchemath, right? Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I can. Uh, I I know someone up top. I can help you out." So you go with her, and then you go to Alchemath, which is like the flying people's uh, town, and then. Well, that's when the plot starts to like get a little bit more like Xeno like where shit starts getting a little crazy. Okay, just so uh just so for reference, how long into the game would you say this is? Thirty hours. I mean No, hell no. I mean I beat the game in sixty some hours, that's not halfway through the game. Okay, but if you're doing side quests it's like thirty hours into the game. Well if you want to make it a hundred hour game then yeah I guess. Well I was at ninety hours when I beat it, so it's like a I'd say third third of the way through the game for me. Yes, probably. Okay. All right, so I just thirty hours in, and the story's finally picking up. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's really, really when the the story starts picking up is like when you get to Alchemoth, and then uh, the Mechons are attacking again, and you have to go to. Uh, well, I mean, they, they, that's what you get. That there's a way where you can hurt the face Mechon, but you have to go to. They don't know why, but there's a guy that's chained up. Uh, like prison, it's called Prison Island, and they they're like, we don't know why our elders did it, but it's for the for this situation here, you know. They don't... Well, before all that, when Milia gets has to go to the tomb by herself, and that's when Larissa sends the spy to try to kill her because uh, they don't want her alive, which is like her stepmom, I guess. Because Milia is not a full blooded, uh, what are they called? Well, they also, yeah, well, yeah, she's not full-blooded, so they don't want her alive when they turn everybody into Lethia, because she's going to live. Well, everyone doesn't know that. No, Lethia knows that. Oh, that's true, because she's part, okay, yeah. Because she's, she doesn't like her, she doesn't like, she can't stand her. She's trying to kill her. Right. So so you go there, you do the tomb, and then Shulk sees the vision that they're going to try to kill Milia. So you go to the tomb, and you're, it's kind of like forbidden that no one can help her, but you can help her because you're not part of the tribe or whatever. So you go there, then you find out that someone was trying to kill her, set her up. You don't really know who it is yet. That's when you go to where you're talking about with Prison Island, where the guy's chained up. What the hell's his name? Zanza? Yeah, Zanza. Yeah, then you get the vision that... Her dad dies. Right. Which, 
to go up there, dick around, chop, freeze the guy because he says that he can make the Monado stronger than and kill the face Mechon. Which means that it can hurt Homs again. Yeah. Because and this guy's chained up and all this shit. Yeah, like the elders chained the Mechon. I guess chained him up back in the day. You don't know why. You just want the Mechon stronger, so you. So yeah, you and then and he turns out to be the the actually he's the chained like in human form somehow he's in like, like the, the old race which were giants. Um, I don't know. It's kind of confusing. It's hard to like. Yeah, it's hard to convey over a podcast. But uh, so he's really the uh, Bionis. He's like the soul or whatever entrapped in, in this this body of the Bionis. And then the face Mechon kills him and like that releases him. So, but also Shulk's the reincarnation of the Bionis at the same time. <laughs> right? What? <laughs> Yeah, Shock is Sansa. And then really, the Manado is the Bionis, also. <laughs> the Holy Trinity or something happening right now? It, well, I mean, it's a Xeno game, so yeah, there's a lot of religious themes in it. So yeah, kind of, yeah. So I guess that's, yeah. Um, but anyway, but you, don't, you don't know that at the time. Yeah, you don't know at the time. That's why Shulk can use the Manado, because he's reincarnation of the Bionis. Which is actually the Manado. But it was Zanza, okay. which is like the but god. They release the power, and you can you fight off the face mechon. But what another mechon comes with them, and that's where you see, like uh you you first see that the the mechon open up the face ones can open up, and there's a human and the Homs in there. They're not really Homs anymore because they're half like half rope. They're basically like a cyborg at that point because all like their human body parts got taken out, and they really just need the blood of the Homs to go through the Mechon, so that way the um, Monado doesn't hurt them. And that's when they're showing Fiora, right? Lady yeah, Magus? Fiora's Mechon comes, and it opens up, and you see that's Fiora, but she doesn't remember that she's Fiora, because Fiora is really the reincarnation of the Mechonis. Yes. It's just like kind of like Faye and Ellie from Xenogears, almost. Okay. So, but then she flies away, then she starts having, like, she's like, I don't know why, but I recognize that Homs. So, like, Fiora's still kind of alive, or her memories are alive uh, in, in her still. Yeah, they, well, they put Lady Matus, which is, yeah, the reincarnation, she puts her memories in Fiora. Right. So that she can help so fight. basically, like, two beings in the same body at that point. Yeah. So anyway, so Shulk sees that uh, Fiora's still alive, so then his mission is to go after her when everyone else like is going to war with the uh, Mechonis. So like their group goes off uh, to try to find Fiora. Well, when they're fighting the face Mechon, which is uh, Mumkar, I think that's... Down the, down the snowy place? Well, no. Uh, yeah, so then they go chase... Is that when they go to... Why they... I mean, I think we might be skipping some parts, but it's it's it'd be all right. But I, I know you fight her down at him down at the. Uh, you have to go. Well, you the snowy area because he has her like fucking his claw at her throat. Well, after look, so after the prison island, 
you have to cr- like you have to cross into the Makanis. So the only way to do that is you have to go down. You have to go up to the mountain and then down the sword, right? Are you telling me when you go to Sword Valley? Sword Valley. That's where you're going towards. So you have okay, to go yeah. down first to Sword Val to get to Sword Valley, and when you're going down the mountain, um, that's when Fiora shows up again to come talk to you. But it's not really it's not really Fiora. It's uh, what what's her name? Lady Matus. Lady Matus. And then the freaking mum car shows up again, and you have to fight again. Oh, that's when he tells you his stupid fucking when Shulk almost kills him, or the dumb on him almost kills him, right? Yeah. And Shulk's being a little bitch, like, oh, don't kill him, he's a human. He should just let Dumbbottom kill him right there. That would have been a much better plot. Yeah. But anyway, Pussy. They, for whatever reason, they all fly away again. I feel like it's like, that keeps happening. It's like, they're you're fighting, you're losing, and then for whatever reason, they ca- get called back or fly away or whatever. So then you Well, go- yeah, I mean, this it reminds me of Trails. <laughs> <laughs> but Trails is better written than that. So anyways, um, so you get down to Sword Valley, which is like uh, the sword that gets stabbed into Makanis, or Bionis, that's connecting to the Makanis. So you go there uh, to... What's the reason you're going into that? I can't remember. What, when you go to the Makanis, in, the inside, the, like the fortress? Where, why are you going to Sword Valley? Just across? I think you're trying to, you're trying to get to... Um... No, I think at, at that point, aren't you trying to get to, um, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, you're going to Sword Valley, and... I mean, at one point, you know, you're you're trying to go get, uh, fight Ego, Eden, or whatever, Eagle, whatever. But that's after you get to that hidden village. That's what happens. You go to Sword Valley to uh, get cross into the, the Makanis, then Eagle, who's like the leader of the Makanis, shows up, uh with Fiora and then she fights she fights him about off like he's about to kill you and then he she like steps in or something like it blocks Yeah, him. she uses her power to stop it. Yeah, to stop it. So you get saved by her and then uh you get knocked off the side of the uh your whole party gets knocked off the side of the Makanis or Bionis and you fall into basically like the ocean, I guess it would be. Oh, okay, yeah, this is when you get Fiora back. Yeah, and then you she gets knocked off too, and uh, like you, you're fighting Mumkar, and you realize it's that's when you finally find out that's Mumkar, and he betrayed you because he's just jealous of Dunban, and uh, you keep like you're fighting him and you're fighting him, and like you keep like I don't know, you like you spare him, and he like comes back at you again, and then you spare him again, and then he comes back at you again, and then finally gets knocked off, like, he, like, gets knocked <laughs> to acid again, right? Yeah, he dies. Yeah, he just gets killed, like, he just gets killed off eventually. And then you all, you all fall into the ocean, and you, like, like, so in the battle in the very beginning uh, between the Makanis and Vianis, I guess uh, the Makanis' arm gets uh, cut off, and you wash up. Yeah. You wash up onto shore, which is like the arm of the Makanis. right? You well, I, you remember the layout of the way better than I do. I don't even fucking remember what any of the parts are. But I guess yeah, I didn't so really. Uh, like that, that stage is like the hand of the Makanis is like where everything is. Like there's every like 
those five fingers. So like you can go to each one of the fingers on the, on that thing. So, well, this is after, so this is when you find out, this is when you get Fiora back and she tells you everything. Yeah. So that's when you find out that she's, uh, she's like, not really Homs anymore. And she's like, pardon Mac and Strokes probably not going to be able to fuck her. So that sucks for him. <laughs> but they do kiss. They do kiss. Like, yeah, oh, she's my, got. She's like, oh, I w- that's my first kiss. I wish I had known. Blah blah. blah. I mean, she's kind of a badass at this point. So yeah, so she's part mech on. So her tax like way higher, and she's uh, she can actually hurt the uh mech uh, too without having like Shulk uses a uh, magic uh, ability or whatever it is. Yeah, she's pretty good. I had to use her for the final battle, but other than I didn't really use her. And then you much. Get, like, get the party back together again, and then you meet. Uh, you go to the. The last town of the game, which is the uh, hidden village, which is where all the mechon are, where it's like actual mechon that are sentient. Like human, yeah, they're like they have feelings and everything. They're not just fucking. They're, they're not almost like hum- humans, but they're just robots. Yeah. So you find that, yeah, town, the- and you and you realize like Adol, who's the leader of the mechon, is kind of like gone crazy-ish, but but then once you figure out why. You understand why he's doing it. So basically, to kind of make a long story short, uh, Adol is killing, like attacking the people of the Makanas because to for the Bionis to come back alive, um, he, it needs to feed off the people. Yeah, it gets it gets energy, and to get the energy, uh, the 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 wing people turn into Telethia, and then. Uh, kill all the living creatures on the Bionis, and then all that energy goes back in the Bionis, and he comes back alive. So to stop it, they he kills the, the Makanis are killing the Bionis is like to prevent it from happening. To prevent it from happening, but you don't realize that's what he's doing. Like we're like they don't. He doesn't care that they're living people, so he kind of loses his way that way. Yeah, well, he just he pretty much is just like whatever. I don't really give a fuck what it takes. Like if I got to kill some people to. Pretty much save the situation. That's what he's trying to do. They like they lived in harmony, and then the the Bionis, the Sansa, yes, Sansa betrayed him. Sansa betrayed him because he he wanted to be the all powerful god or whatever, and that's when they that's when they started fighting, and um, so that's the main point of all that, and then so. I think this is when you also like when all that happens is also not long after is when you find out the Shulk's the reincarnation. So yeah, you're he's going, not. You're basically you're you're going up the Macanus like you go you you cross from the Bionis to Macanus from the hand, and you go up there and when you get to the top that's when you find Adol's. But well, in the town you find Adol's dad and he tells you to stop his son uh, because he's gone crazy and. Um, yeah, so you go climb that. You climb all the way to the top of to the city where the old city that's like not there anymore, where the Makanis used to live, which is at the head. Um, and then he, I'm losing. I can't remember why, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to. I, I, the end gets a little confusing for me with how much shit gets thrown at one time. Yeah. Uh, then when you're in the top, like adult, like. He brings the Makanas back to life, and then that's when um, Zanza comes out of 
basically he kills Shulk, right? Hiding, yeah. Yeah, that's when John's finally is like, all right, enough, enough, enough hiding. And then he takes the... Monado. Monado, and he... It kills Fiora, or kills Lady Magnus, because she sacrificed herself, and then he becomes and he the ultimate. Monado. She has a Monado as well, and then uh, he takes her Monado, so Shulk doesn't have... It. But then somehow Shulk stays alive. Well, he just becomes, like, an uh, empty shell, basically. Well, he's, like... He wills himself to stay alive, and then they bring him back to health, and... So well, this is also when you find out that Dixon is because the whole time Dixon's like showing up out of nowhere and like he got, knows all this information about shit. And yeah, then you finally up, you're like, dude, you're all the way down here in the freaking Lost Village. How do you know about this? Like, oh yeah, he's been coming around for years. And then like you don't really think about it, but yeah, he betrays you at the end because he's really Sansa's advisor, one of the three. He's all he's one of the original uh, like people of the Bionis and he was like Zanza's right hand man and the whole point of all of this is because um, the Zanza or the Bionis has to ha- keep doing the cycle of living and dying to stay relevant I guess because he doesn't want to die so the only way to do that is to like have keep re- yeah keep making himself be reincarnated in the cycle so then you go to then the battle is to go stop him, uh, and then you, you find out Alvin's kind of not on your side either. He's also, or he kind of, he's one of. Um, he is on your side. Alvin's on your side. Yeah, but he doesn't help you because he he's one of the. He's neutral, I guess you'd say he's neutral. Yeah, he is one. And then Larissa, Larissa is the other one that you well you knew she kind of betrayed you. Yeah, and just when she fucking. Turns ever all the high Intia, including Emilia's brother, into Talithia. And then that's to... why they, the king wanted uh, Melia to be the the successor because he knew time, the times were coming where the everyone's all the pure bloods get turned into Lethia, and the ones that are mixed race they don't get turned into Lethia and they can still live. <laughs> I guess everyone, are you are you, are you, are you following all this, Nick? Yeah. Do you understand what's going Not... on? Not really. I'm just kind of. <laughs> well, we're almost done. Like, okay. I kind of have like I got the gist of it or whatever, but it's just like it's just a bunch of like Deus Ex Machina is just coming out the fucking ass. It seems like They're like oh surprise, the guy that's been with the whole game is actually a bad guy, and it's like oh that's yeah okay that's that's typical so Japanese going to fair, I guess. revived revived the Bionis, and so then he does revive, and then so he's trying to get all his power back. And you're going to stop him, and somehow you go back to Prison Island, and he like transports you in the space. Like that's the part I don't. Yeah. Know. I don't know what happens. Where you go into like yeah, where a place where time isn't really there. You're like, it's like the, a, the alternate alternate dimension. I think Nomura was probably involved somehow. Yeah, it's it's like uh, Final Fantasy VII where you're at the end of time. Like he, he takes you there, and then you fight him there, and you beat him, and then Shulk it's... becomes God. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the whole, like, kill God because we want, we want free will. We don't want being, like, controlled. And Alvis, the whole, well, so basically the whole genesis of all this where everything, like, why there's two um, big giants fighting each other, like, the whole genesis of this was Alvis was basically a scientist on Earth. They're, like, on a satellite and they came up with a way to create their own universe. 
and basically they destroyed the whole original universe and then they became gods and then Alvis is just basically a computer the computer system on the spaceship <laughs> yeah it's like the whole end is kind of like what in the fuck so yeah and then they became gods well anyways when when uh Shulk defeats uh what's his name Zanza Zanza uh, he becomes God, and he tells Alvis that I just want the th- things to be without, like, everyone have their own free will. So then everything just goes back. Like, somehow Fiora becomes a human again. They don't really explain that. They show that. They show that. Uh, yeah, my girl fucking Millie, uh, she, you know, well, she's too good for Shulk. Yeah. Well, she's also, like, 100 years old, and Shulk's 18, so... Well, I mean, Shulk's a god. He's infinity years old. Well, then Shulk's not a god. He becomes god, and then, like, I want the world to be whatever. And then he's like, Elvis is like, well, you just created infinite universes. So I think that's how it ties into Xenoblade 2. I mean, the, the overall story is very similar to Xenogears. It's just way, told way different. But, I mean, the overall, a lot of it's similar. I mean, there's, like, the whole human sacrificing shit in Xenogears, too. But anyway, so Shulk just uh, puts everything back to normal, but with no god. So then the so basically, you're like uh, the Bionis becomes just like a dead body laying in the ocean, and that's and then and that's and that's the story, Nick. You missed out. And so that's the end of the game, and then everyone's living, <laughs> living back on Colony Nine. I don't know what happened to Colony Six. I built it all up, and then they don't show anything that happened to it. I was kind of pissed off about that well i mean they can't because the everybody else that they didn't build up colony six is not not going to get a scene so why waste the dev time on that shit right so then yeah i my colony six was still a piece of shit with just juju and like two other people so <laughs> but i had everyone moved there and all the connections were connected and like you just see like my screen of like all the connections um but i put all that time to do that uh but no trophy no platinum trophy yeah so then future connected is basically uh alchemoth is still uh has all the telethia there but because of uh the technology they have the 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 city basically floats so it's floating up you have to basically climb up uh the mountains of the bionis whatever's left of it and you're going to reclaim alchemoth from the mist dragon where the fucking thing is right yeah, I don't, I don't understand what that's all about. They don't really explain that that well. But yeah, you fight some, some kind of monster that appeared at Alchemoth, and then you reclaim Alchemoth, so that way uh, Melia has like a, you know, basically tying off loose ends, and like her sister and her become friends. Like the one that tried to kill her. So I mean, I, I guess I can get to that part. Yeah, they become fr- like they become like they're sis- like they're not sisters, but they are sisters because, like. They share the same brother, but they're both half brother. Because, hmm. like, uh, I mean, Melia's brother is her brother as well, but uh, it's like the same. Melia's dad is not her dad, and Melia's mom's not. Anyways, fucking West Virginia shit going on. So it's like they're not related, but so but the, she calls her a sister by the end. Anyways, um. Uh, that that's future connected basically, but they changed some gameplay mechanics and there's like no pawn that 
you collect. Was, there's no ponder actually. That one, the daughter is actually pretty cool compared to Riki. I thought. So basically, like the you get uh, Melia and Shulk, and then two uh, Nopon, which are Riki's kids. And basically, like the Nopon are it's Nopon, um, uh, Sharla, and Nopon uh, Rain. Rain. Yeah, one's a tank, one's a healer. Yeah. yeah so that's all. That's what it is. But I mean, it it, it ties off Melia's story, so you know what happened. Like, so you. I need to finish it. I, I got to the part where you're like, you try to go to the um, Alchemath, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna play it when Nick catches up, and well, yeah. we see what happened there. But she's so never gonna Melia, play it then. Melia gets <laughs> like clean, like she's supposed to, and then. So I mean, Melia's my favorite, so. Yeah, so it's not bad. It's, it ties off to the loose ends, but. Um, I was expecting more because Torna for Xenoblade Two was pretty lengthy thing, but I guess I was expecting. Probably, you could, if you didn't do any side quests, you could probably get through Feature Connect in five hours or so. But this is like a DLC. Like Torna was like forty fucking bucks and like a twenty hour fucking game. So yeah, different situation. But yeah, that's that's the story. So awesome. All right, Nick. Now you don't need to play the game now. Great. If you're confused, just read the read the wiki. Probably explains it better. <laughs> All right, um, likes. I like likes how you it. said it was like Xenogears, similarly. But I'm like, I'm, you said that, and I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, but I could actually, I enjoyed the pacing of Xenogears. Like, they, they had kept. Well, 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 no. Well, did you hate the second disc of Xenogears because people say that's just too much fucking pacing fast? No, can't have it. Can't have it both ways, Nick. You can't, no, it's, it. it's, either, it's either you walk around for three hours from plot point to plot point, or you just get it all out the way in the disc. That's fine with me. <laughs> I actually like the second disc. But... You gotta have your battling, and then you have your plot. You battle your plot. like, And then you got your side quests, because you know, there's too much plot coming at you at once. So you gotta do some... Xeno Gears doesn't even have side quests, does it? This thing does not balance. It's just way too bloated. It's just too much. Too much. They didn't balance it off enough. That's my biggest gripe about it. I mean, I I would agree with that, but you don't have to play it that way. And most JRPGs these days are blo- bloated out the ass. Look at the Tales games. I don't know. Final Fantasy VII wasn't bloated, I didn't think. Well, yeah, because it's a fucking walking from one quarter to the next. I mean... It was uh, bloated because you spent an hour walking down fucking hallways and, and then having, like, Aerith jump... Yeah, because it's a five... Yell at you and shit. The- it's like... No, we still okay. probably seven. It's a five-hour fucking game turned into forty hours. Midgar yeah, from like the first... a forty-hour game turned into a hundred hours. So I guess it's worse. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'll, I'll just rate story or whatever right now. I'll give it a one because fuck that. Like it did not get my attention at all. So y'all, y'all free to discuss it now. Let's go. Uh, my likes for the story. Uh, I'm pretty much like. Most of Xeno's stories, I like the whole religious themes and all. I, I know it's done a lot, but I think that Takahashi does pretty good. It's usually just back heavy. My dislikes were that it just takes a while to get going, but that's pretty much part of the for storytelling. Used to it. Well, so you that's it. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go four and a half. All right. Um, 
I liked the story. It was interesting, but it was too bloated and uh, the game is too big and it takes me out of the immersion. So I, I forget what happens or where I'm at or like certain plot points. Like I couldn't even recall some of the stuff because there's just so much that happens or you, you're so much time in between you lose focus of the story. So I couldn't, I, I feel like that's a negative uh, detractor on it. So I'm gonna give it a three. It's not like like bad. It's not like amazing either. I don't think. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about like what the fuck y'all are talking about. So I might just one day put the shit on casual or something and just try to speed through it. Just go to the wiki and read it. I mean, just read it. Then if then you can then you kind of know what's going on. So you're not trying to like figure it out, and you can just like kind of run through it. Oh, well, you could probably run through the game on fucking casual. I, mean, I beat the game in what sixty hours by doing some quests in the so. Okay. But, but I mean, I don't know. you might not like. It. I mean, I think all his all his Dino style games are pretty much very similar vibes. I mean, I played all the Dino sagas last year, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I liked all the Zeno games up until this one, so it was just weird. I mean, I would rank Dino Gears one, Dino Saga three two and this third so you're saying nick wouldn't like xeno uh xeno two xeno what the second xenoblade chronicles 2 he wouldn't like it i mean <laughs> i don't know it's, it's better oh uh, the fucking ass the side quests the side quests are way fucking worse the combat is combat is different they up uh, combat's you would probably like the combat a lot more it's a little different um, similar style, but it's different systems. It's a lot more fucking weeb waifu bullshit, though. I I don't fucking it pisses me off. So I really the don't. Story's worse. The what? The story's worse. I don't. I'm, I think the story's way worse. Is it a, like think, a prequel I, or something? No, I mean the the connections to this and that are so loose that it's not even like relevant. Like you've seen the fucking art design. Of Rex and Pyra. I mean, fuck that shit. I don't like it. I know a lot of people do. Is that the one where the main character's got, like, his crotch hanging out? Yes. <laughs> he looks like he's fucking eight. I cannot stand it. And it pisses me off because maybe this game is uh, not as mature as Xenogears or Xenosaga. But, I mean, it's still not, like, weeb dumb shit, which is what I think the second game. And I don't know why the hell he chose to do that. I guess... Maybe apparently it sold well, so. Oh, versus like a bunch of copies. But it's also on fucking Switch, and you know the other one was on Wii U, and the other one was Wii. So, I mean, I'm sure it is going. I mean, I'd be curious to see what this game sells um, after you know, six months or so. Uh, All right. Uh, anybody got anything else to say about the story? Or are you good to go? Nah, I'm good to go. I'm probably going to wrap this thing up here. Yeah. Rambling a while. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, second musical break is, I guess, Gower Plains. I guess it's the first fucking area. I don't know. They picked this for me. It's my song. Gower Plains, yeah. Because, uh, actually, it's probably, is it the second area after the caves? Well, it's like the first, like, open area. When you got, like, uh, the, yeah. uh, like the buffalo thing. I think oh, this song is... I fucking hated the song, so I hope you'll enjoy. <laughs> I think the song's in Smash Brothers too. 
Jesus. Like, all I could hear was this song for hours after I was done playing. <laughs> like, it's nothing but this fucking song. Walking around. Dude. Oh. Well, Gara Flames. Here we go. talk about the visuals now uh for me i thought the game looked pretty good uh i recall it being like a product of its time like i don't think the visuals are updated that they look way better than they do on wii yeah uh, they actually have faces like in the original it's like the painted on face like it was just like a you know what i mean like they put the face like super pixelated or whatever no it's like they they look like late ps2 era shit there's like a head, oh, okay. and then they put like a they painted on the face of the head. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Like a marionette kind of type thing. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I feel like the characters were modeled pretty well. The animations and combat and everything looked okay. 
uh, everything looked like it belonged to the environment. There was anything clashing that I saw. Uh, the enemy designs were decent. Uh, I did like the giant robots and shit. Those were pretty cool, but I'm all about giant robots anyway. Uh, so I'll probably give it like a four. All right, I'll go. Um, I think it looks a lot better than the original, which I didn't have a whole lot of issues with, but it definitely looks way better. I like how the enemy, I mean, the characters, so you can pretty much put a bunch of different fucking outfits on. Even if you equip a gear that's, like, way better and stat-wise, and you don't like the way it looks, you can go and customize the character the way you want to. So, I get really fucking annoyed with games. Like, you equip a certain... Games that actually change their outfit, where you equip something on somebody and you hate the way it fucking looks, but it's better for the time being, so you gotta deal with it. So I appreciate that you can take that off and put it on the outfit you want. I think all the worlds in different areas look really cool. Even though maybe they are a little too big, but I think each one's pretty And, yeah, I like the enemy design. I'm not really bit Surprisingly, I'm not big on Max, even though I love the Xeno series. But, uh, I mean, I think all the enemies are pretty good. And especially after playing the first one, I did a pretty good job of, like, just tuning everything up. So, I think I'll just give it a four. Uh, well, I do have to add, like, that I forgot about the customization, but it was pretty sweet. Like, I think I somehow bought some endgame-looking armor in the beginning, and I just fucking changed everybody to that armor. And it, there was, like, some black armor set or something. I mean, some of the shit looks, like, really stupid. <laughs> or, like, you like, put them on, like, fucking shorts and say Like, I don't know who the fuck's walking around <laughs> with sandals and shorts. And... Oh, yeah, like, you got, like, a bathing suit at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I felt awkward, like, putting that on, the characters. I'm like, there's some pros walking around. Like, I'm at work. I can't really have somebody looking at me. Like, yeah, like, what, what are you playing right now? now? <laughs> it's like he car- carried it over from Xenosaga, because, like, everybody's used, like, a bathing suit shit, too. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll give it a four as well. I liked the, I mean, every uh, area was unique and different. So, I mean, maybe the first couple were kind of samey, but after that, they're all kind of unique and different, and um, everything looked like the, I liked the, the colors and the characters were all unique, and I liked all that. Um, and the the weapon designs were pretty neat. I like the Monado. It looked cool. And then the final Monado looked badass. Yeah. Uh, that was a pretty cool design. And, like, I like how each area has its own, like, equipment. So, you know, they all have their own unique looks based on what, what area you're in. So, and then there's, like, yeah, that, is... that was pretty cool. So, I thought my, I think my favorite <clears throat> equipment for most people was, like, the, uh, um, Aeroth, what's that town called? Did I said right. Alchemoth. Alchemoth. Yeah. Alchemoth, like they all had like uh, like wings and stuff when you had that armor, so that was pretty sweet. Or like you know, uh, you can get like Mechon armor, which looked pretty cool after a while. I mean, they they did, they did had some good designs for that. Um, Ryan's uh, weapons were kind of lame though. I didn't like that. But, uh, yeah, his weapons are fucking. And a lot of I think a lot of his outfits look stupid, like with like the. The muscle shit or whatever, but yeah, like his abs are showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I can't be doing all this. But uh, yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have any gripes uh, for being like 
and uh, compared to the Wii version, they definitely improved the character models for sure. And uh, the fog of, you know, like the Wii, there was like the, you know, the fog where you can't see. Yeah. So you can like see so far in this game. So that was pretty cool. I don't know. It was good. I liked it. Okay. Uh, music. Um, so apparently there was a bunch of composers working on this. There's like uh, Yoko Shimamura. Um, somebody I never heard of, Manami Kyoto, um, a group called Eight Plus, which has a couple people in it, and uh, I think I think they did. Masuda only does the final vocal track. Oh, okay, okay. But I think I think a lot of it is that the group, the, the whatever the third one you said, I think they did a lot of it. I think Shimono only did like, a few select tracks or whatever. Like, I'm not positive, not positive, but I remember looking to it before. And I think they did. I mean, I'd believe it. Like, I, the music definitely sounds uh, unique to the game. Like, I haven't heard anything like it before. I think. Well, yeah, that opening, uh, like the main theme, like the piano, like that's really good. Like that's a, that's a, like a unique. Like you hear that, you know what game you're playing. You know what I mean? It's not like there's nothing else like it. Yeah. It's, um, it, it almost feels like it was composed for a film score or something instead of a game. A lot of it is more uh, like atmospheric or whatever, but I feel like it's still got the 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 Jap- JRPG. It's still melodic in the same way. It's kind of got like the the adventurer vibe. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, I personally love the soundtracks so. Yeah, it's really good. There's a lot of good ones. It's hard to pick a like my favorite, so uh, I I definitely like the one like my song that I picked for my music break, the one who gets in her way. Like that song, like when you like, it's like a mid boss theme, like or like a higher level enemy or something. Whenever you hear that, like you're like, oh shit, here we go. This is a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whereas like regular fights, it's like a there's a different uh, fight theme. So at least like when you hear that, it's like it gears you up. You're like, okay, and I gotta pay attention. So yeah, it's got a lot of variety. It's got like some pretty like you know almost like metal like battle tunes, but then it's got a lot of like when you're traveling through the different areas, they're more like relaxing tunes, like the Earth Sea and the Village and the Forest and all. Pretty variety for me. I don't know. I think Nick, you you don't really like like much, do you? Uh, you broke up a little bit. What'd you say? I said you don't really like a whole lot of like relaxing contracts, do you? Oh uh, no, I like high energy things. So yeah, I remember you saying that on the Chrono Cross episode that you were. Like, I mean, like I can listen to like slower stuff, and uh, I do like some slower songs, but they have to be a certain type of slow song. Uh, these were just kind of like they were. What I heard, like obviously, I didn't hear very much of the game. Uh, but from what I heard, it was mostly enjoyable. Like nothing that was super bad, uh, right? But nothing that I'd be like, "Oh man, I can't wait to put this on my playlist." So for me, I'd give it like a three. Well, what about the? Um, what do you think about the voice acting? I like the voice acting. I thought it was really good. I like it because it's English and it's not the same motherfuckers that I hear all the goddamn time on fucking JRPGs. And I understand maybe they're not the best. I kind of like it. You Do you like it, Nick? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Blaine said he didn't like it. 
Like, uh, I, just... I, I didn't like the voice acting very much in, I think it was a Dragon Warrior 8 or something either. Uh, Dragon Quest 8, whatever the fuck it is. And then also, I think, doesn't Dragon Quest 11 use, uh, I think, British voice actors too? I don't know. There's something about that. I guess it's because I don't hear it normally. Like, I, I would almost rather listen to Japanese voice acting than... I mean, I, I think I can understand that. I just... I like... Like, it. when you play... When you play, like, the Trails games and all that shit, and, like, any, like, in fucking the Tales games, like, I swear, it's, like, the same 15 voice actors all the time. Like, that guy that voices Rufus in Trails of Cold Steel. I hear that motherfucker, like, on shows that my daughter watches all the time. Like, what is this motherfucker? <laughs> like, I can't, like, I don't want to hear fucking voice ever again. Yeah. So, I yeah, guess I, I, I appreciated it. I appreciate this. Like, I, I'm never going to hear these motherfuckers again. And we were wrong, or I was wrong, Kujo. That it, Millia's voice actor is the same. It's just been like eight, nine years different, and she went from like being like young twenties to like thirty. So she just her voice got deeper. Yeah, because I was like, "There's no way in hell." Is and the dude in the uh, chat was like, "Yeah, it's the same person." I'm like, There's no fucking way. Yeah, change like it's 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 like a it's like a night and day difference when you go from one to the other. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed I I, I like a little British voice acting every once in a while. I just like to mix it up. Yeah. I agree. So. I'm going to give the music a five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five, too. I like the voice acting. I like the music. I really did not not like anything. Besides, like you said, like when you're in the same area for like 18 hours and it's the same fucking music. The only thing that's annoying is the, like when they say like the same shit all the time. Like, it's rain time. It's or, rain like... time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shit gets annoying. But I'm going gonna, gonna to put that in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said that. I'm going to put a little It's Ryan time in there. You should put uh, that as your fucking uh, text message ringtone. Now it's Ryan time! Oh, it's great. <laughs> Every time someone texts me, it's Ryan time! What a bunch of jokers. <laughs> Dude, you're giving me fucking PTSD now. I'm, now I'm getting this shit back, and I'm like, fuck, I hated this goddamn shit. <laughs> Like I, I didn't play with the. I tried not to play with the volume on because I didn't want to hear this goddamn fucking. Well, it's better than two. The same teams... goddamn voice clips after every fight. Like fuck off. Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying to play a few so, games. There's lots of games that do that though, and it's like yeah, I don't it's understand annoying. Why you would do that? Like there's some game. Oh, like there's like the whole meme about I think it was a Mega Man X six or eight or seven or some shit. Like there's a fire hyena. <laughs> yes. And there's a whole video of him being like. Burn ashes or burn that burn 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 burn. And it's like holy <laughs> shit, dude, calm the fuck down. Yeah, it's dumb. It's fucking stupid. Uh, but what's do we go to music break or we do one more? Uh, yeah, there's another music break, and then uh, so this one's Kevin doing the one who gets in our way. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, like I said before, like when you hear it, you know it's a it's gonna be a good fight. It's not like a boss boss theme. It's somewhere like a higher difficulty or mid like a higher. Level. I think it's when, I think it's when they have like the gold around their name. Yeah, that's it. But so I don't know. I really this is the one like I every time I hear it, I'm like yeah. So here's that. <laughs>
All right. Uh, overall experience, I guess. And as Brent would say, expectations versus reality. So good one for you, Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start off then. Uh, I expected to love this game, and I didn't. And it's really disappointing. Uh, maybe I will go back, like, cause I think I was like, I, I was playing this at home, but I was, I had also was been working on like Yakuza three or something. And I'd be like, all right, I need to play this for a couple hours and then I can play some more Yakuza. I feel like a chore is like, but yes, like it felt like I was, it was not good. So I was like, well, I'll just play Yakuza at home and then I'll bring this the Switch to work and I'll play it at work because then I have no choice but to play this game, right? Like, what am I going to do? Sit there and do nothing? And then I sat at work and did nothing instead of playing this game. It was just... I mean, I, I can totally understand that because I've been playing Wild Arms guys in the chat. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate every fucking second. Which Wild Arms? The, the first one. Hate the first Wild Arms? No, I love the game, but I I do not I, going back and replaying it. I do fucking like I do not like this shit. For one thing, I do I didn't really want to play it, but they're doing like a little group thing, and I was like, well, whatever, I'll play along. Like I like this game; it would be cool to replay it. But now, I'm like, god damn it, it doesn't hold up. Oh, no, not to me, it does not hold up at all. Dude, I'd play that every day for the rest of my life instead of playing this game again. Well, but maybe that's everybody's preferences. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, um, overall experience one, I guess, because I was really, really disappointed. Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, I, I was kind of hyping myself up for this game, even though I this is the first RPG that I replayed, or one of the first RPGs I replayed in a long last time, and it hadn't really been that long, five years. So I was thinking maybe I was hyping myself up too much to play it, and when I actually got wasn't really be that into it, which is why I put heavy emphasis on trying to that. So something else to, like, motivate me to, like, really get it, enjoy the game, which helped a lot, and, I mean, I ended up loving the game. Like, I think you know, I went through it pretty quick, right after The Last of Us, the only time I put it down. So for me, it's four and a half out of five. Alrighty. Um, for me, uh, I already played it a couple years ago, and I already knew what I was getting into, and I knew I wasn't going to love it. Um, I don't hate it. It's just more, I'm more like, it's a three. It's in the middle for me. Like, I wish it wasn't so bloated, and I would have, like, they could have, like, a fast-forward version or something where... I guess I could just not do all the side quests, which I could do now. But I don't know why I was so like, and like I don't know. I wanted to do everything this time. And I guess I never, have to, this- I never have to do it ever again. But I, I also paid like you know fifty bucks for this game. I wanted to get my money's worth. I guess I don't know. I want to say I did everything when I when we talked about it. So I guess that's part of it too. But I don't know, just like it just takes me too much out of the the. the story too much and so yeah i'm gonna give it a three because like i i can see where some people will love it but it's just too bit too much for me all right fair enough um the next and last section is replayability extra content um i don't feel qualified to answer like to rate this uh (laughs) so i'm not gonna rate it 
Uh, so what do you guys think? I mean, well, I, I, I think it, you're going to replay this exact version. Um, I, just, I don't imagine it's too hot, but for someone like me or even Cujo, the original, especially if you played it around release, I mean, I think it's done enough to improve on it to make it pretty replayable. So for, if I'm basing it off of that, I'd say like a three and a half. It's definitely uh, got extra content with the future connected, so at least you have that. So at least I'll... Well, it's also got the time trials too, right? Yeah, but that's not... Yeah, those are, that's those not are fucking stupid. Play it. Like, that's just stupid. I'd say it's a three because you got at least like an extra story. And if you haven't played it in so long that you forgot, that I mean, and you did love it, the first time you played it, it's definitely improved and made it like a lot of uh, a lot of things easier to do, and you're not like just running around not knowing where to go. So that definitely they gave you some direction where before you didn't. Yeah, I'd forgotten a lot of some of the like twists. Well, I wasn't hundred percent sure what was going to happen because it'd been like six, seven years. For me. Yeah. And another cool thing, like if you, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but if you guys know it or not, but if you do a new game plus. You get to use the uh, true Monado the whole time, which is pretty cool. That thing was badass. I didn't know that, but I don't think that I ever. Does that break boss battles? Because like you're not supposed to be able to hurt dudes with it, right? I think it's just uh, cosmetic. the rook. Look. Yeah, I think it's just cosmetic. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, but it looks. I don't think it actually does anything. I don't think it does anything. I guess I never. I only like played enough where I could uh, get back to being Shulk and having the Monado. And I did that, and I thought that was fun. Like that was pretty cool, but I didn't go much farther than that. So, it's a three. It has some extra content, at least. I mean, to me, it's more yeah. extra content. I, I I think replayability for RPG is very tough, unless it's like got multiple endings. And even then, you just know yeah. you, you just know where the save, so you can start from that save. That's not really replayability. It's just a different story that you're experiencing at that point. I mean, I think replayability yeah. for RPGs is really really tough. Like, you really have to love the game. For sure. Because there's just so many other games to play. It's like, why am I wasting my time playing this over and over again? It's not like, you know, when PlayStation first came out and there's like, three RPGs, you know? Well, according to Nick, he could play Waterms over and over and over again. Man, I could. I could play that. I could play Suikoden. <laughs> I could play Valkyrie Profile. Pretty much any game from my uh, teenage years, I could play many, many times and be fine with it. But isn't that like, isn't that kind of like the like your favorite music's like from when you're in high school and you can re-listen to that over and over again? But for someone else, that's like super annoying. Yeah, that's probably. Very uh, I mean, it could be for most people, but I, I typically find myself new music all the time, and if it's something I really like, then I'll listen to that same song like a hundred times in a week. Yeah, I I and... kind of do that. And then I'll just kind of add it to my playlist and listen to it whenever I feel like it. So, but there, but there are some like recent games that I would play over again, like uh, Ready Out of Stories. I liked a lot when they came out, and I played it a lot. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. I like uh, that game. I like that. <laughs> fuck, fuck Trice. Fuck you. Trice is the shit. Um, fuck. Actually, I'm trying to think of like a recent game that's like an RPG that came out that I'd play again. But the only thing I could think of was like Dark Souls. Yeah. Dark Souls is great. That's why. How long are we running on this damn podcast? We're about three hours. We're two and a half now, so we got we got 
Last musical break is uh, Unfinished it's Battle it's from Travis. Alright, yeah. I picked Unfinished Battle. This is a song. It may show up another time, but I know it first. It does show up when Dunbon first comes and bails you out. And it's pretty upbeat, Trot. Alright, uh. Well, I hope you enjoy. Finally, time to end this fucking show. <laughs> Here's a little Blaine's take. If you haven't listened to his podcast about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, I'm going to add his little blurb right here. Oh, I was going to say, I, I didn't care for the game. Uh, it, was, it was tough to get through. Uh, the voice acting was piss poor, and uh, the writing was bad. Uh, that's my take. Uh, five out of ten. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you heard my podcast over. I, I didn't care for the game very much. Uh, I think I probably would have really liked it when I was 13.
And as an adult, I just, I don't have time for that stuff. And the writing didn't engage me at all. It was just silly, even for anime. Um, the whole living on a robot type, it's just, no. Because it was trying to be, like, if it, if it came across as, as being silly with that kind of premise, I could have bought into it. But it, it's trying to be very, very serious with that kind of theming. And it's just like, come on. Anyway. Sorry, Saiten. I don't mean to bag on one of your favorite games. I don't really care. <laughs> I do love that about you anyway. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here and let you guys record. Sorry. Right, Later man. Later. Later guys. Man, what a dick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> do we have any idea what game we're playing next? I know Kujo and I are trying to maybe review Crystal Chronicles soon too. Yeah, we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna do that. Oh, what's, I think we should do something short. Do Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles coming up in the next couple weeks after this one. Either we're going to do another short one, which is like a bird story and the, the, the sequel to that. We'll do all those at once, probably. They're pretty short. Super, is super a bird story not It's not on a phone? You can probably get it on your phone, yeah. Maybe. Like, it's an RPG maker game, so it's like it's porting it to things shouldn't be that hard. I mean, I ain't really trying to play on PC, but I mean, I'll play the motherfucker on my phone for an hour. Uh, no, I don't think it's like at least not to the App Store or anything. What the fuck? I mean, these fucking stupid RPG makers. <laughs> Can your PS two play PAL games? Like, I can't remember if that has that how that works. I think I think that I was asking this before because it's, the Super Nintendo Five is way cheaper version of PAL, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that I looked. I think I looked it up, and I think it is region locked. Yeah, PS2 is region locked. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm glad I got my copy back from Brent because that motherfucker had was holding on to it for like three years. He never played it. You never. It's played great. It? It's it's my favorite one. Oh look, I mean, if I can find a way to you know, fucking get it back without I I don't play dealing with people on eBay like shipping. It. If I can just find a place to like trade it in. For like eighty bucks, I mean, I'll suck it up and spend forty yeah. bucks to play the fucking game. GameStop, they're little fucking bitches. Don't fucking charge you a hundred dollars for the game, then you trade it in for twenty bucks. But yeah, we're gonna work our way. Well, to we'll, we'll, to we'll, to I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe by then it'll, I mean, it'll be on PS5 by the time we get to it. Maybe. Yeah, you're yeah, fucking, I mean, you're fucking wishful thinking that Konami's gonna play Secret and Five. I mean, it's on I PS3. Mean, <laughs> Do what? Yeah, but that. But but that dude that was pushing for them, he left. And not say that somebody else couldn't come along and do that. Here's but... what's going to happen. Iodine Chronicles is going to make bank. And they'll be like, oh, we'll put a sequel in, full, you know, sequel in collection and make some money off that. Well, that's going to be a couple years from now. <laughs> I mean, just look at the Kickstarter, though. It made, like, what, $2 million? Almost $4 million. Almost $4 million, yeah. Which is right, crazy. I didn't... Nick, how much did you pay? For, how much did you? Uh... Dude, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I want to talk about it. How much did you pay for that, Nick? Nick, are you are you NPC in the game? <laughs> no. Uh, so I had to do two accounts. Uh, so I made another Kickstarter account <laughs> to back it twice uh, because the, they didn't have like customizable tiers or whatever. So uh, let's see. The first account I pledged eighty three thousand yen however much that is i think it's like 800 bucks oh, jesus uh and then the second one i did 
uh, I think it was like another 150 maybe because I wanted the soundtrack. The only way to get the fucking soundtrack was to pledge this fucking tier. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Quite because so... you went. Would you have done that if it wasn't for your boy fucking only composer? Who is the composer? Maybe. Sakuraba. And then uh, also the girl from, uh, I think he did Wild Arms. Oh, yeah. There's a new girl or some new person that did a song. So I think there's three composers they've got on it. But uh, yeah, and then they kept adding like add-on shit. They're like, oh, you want a steelbook? I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh, do you want these like trading cards? I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, how about this cloth map? I'm like, fuck. I guess so that's that's another twenty five bucks. So just kept adding up. Damn. Mother so, buy uh... fucking stock and Aiden Chronicles. I, did, I, did, I put. A, I think I did a hundred because I won that steel book when they did that. I did the base. I did the base. That's all I fucking did. So we're bird story is the like I need to know like what I should be focusing on. Yeah, bird story. Um, bird story and the whatever's after that one. Uh, so yes, so technically you want to play to the moon, and then a bird story, and then we're gonna, I guess, finding paradise. Yeah, that's the whole series right there. Well, I guess I'll find out when I play this motherfucker. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up, like plot thing. So it was really enjoyable. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it when I was playing it. Though I remember y'all raving about it a little bit. Yep. All right. Uh, well. So I guess that's the plan. Those three games, and then what? Second four. Second four after that. Yeah. Okay. But I might. Be, it might be a minute before we get to it because I think Trails is going to be coming out here pretty soon. True. I'll be. What? You know, Cold. What? Cold Steel Four. Cold Steel Four is coming out in October. Yeah. So I'll be balls deep into that. Is it really? Yeah. Man, I don't even feel like fucking dealing cold. But I guess I guess I need to play that motherfucker. Shit gets spoiled. Yeah, you get spoiled real quick. Fuck! I still got to play the second one and the third one. And then but you, well, if I were you, I'd hold off on Crossbell because it, 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 it's almost a lock that we're getting the uh, PS4 uh, remakes of that shit. From what Paul's was saying, all, what? I already just, bought them in the Japanese versions. Well, I <laughs> mean, them, well, on the Vita and shit. I mean, I, yeah, I guess if you already bought them, you bought them. But the PS4 games look fucking sweet. I mean, I've been almost conservative playing the motherfuckers on that. Those are the best ones. All, all right. right. Uh, now that we picked our game <laughs> that we're going to be doing next, you can find us on Discord. Uh, the link is on the website, and then it's probably also going to be in the, the notes for this podcast. I guess that's how that works. But yeah, uh, we have a Discord. We're p- pretty talkative. A bunch of cool people. A couple of people that suck, but, you know, that's every community. <laughs> um, <laughs> true, I'm, true. I'm just kidding. Uh, cause I'm only saying that because Travis isn't here to talk to us. Yeah, well, and everybody everybody hates him. Oh, yeah. Apparently, we were, we were talking uh, before how <laughs> I guess Brent almost like banned you <laughs> back in the day. I mean, I get a little riled up. I think it, like he was saying like there was a time where like you would just anytime somebody would say something you would say the opposite, and he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" And so he was getting I guess a little pissed off because uh, he felt like I guess maybe he felt like you were making tension in the, the chat. I mean, I probably was early on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I got got into with Anderson about Led Zeppelin the one night when I was all drunk. Oh shit, really? (laughs) Yeah. That's fucking great. Oh man. Oh shit, but yeah. Uh, I'll I'll talk about somebody else, but they probably know they don't like them very much anyway, but hey, it is what it is. 
Uh, we also have an Amazon affiliate link that you can click. I don't know that if it's good, that that's being managed anymore. I think that was tied into the the Google Suite account that we don't have anymore for the website. I don't fucking know. I'll I'll try to check into that, see if we still get money off that. If not, then we'll figure something else out. Um, and uh, you can always listen to our uh, friends Blaine and James on their Is It Worth It podcast. Apparently, it's a lot of good content. I don't listen to podcasts anymore, so I can't really tell you. Uh, but they seem to have a lot of people that like them, so it's obviously some good shit. So check them out. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Jokers.